0: Talk it, talk it, talk Talking, their movies, talk it, talk it, talking talkin movies, talk it, talk it, movies, talk it, talk it, movies, but tell me shut up, I do what I want, I tell what I want. Oh yeah the tell me shut up, I do what I want Do it a one. 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 Bam. What is happening, party people? We are back. I am barely alive, but uh, keeping the struggle real. Couple days without food, so if I see my hair off in any way, shape, or form, uh, my apologies in advance. That said, we're coming around to Halloween, and that means spooky fun and good times. This episode of Talking During Movies is brought to you by hops and barley, the two greatest things coming together to make an amazing little dancing delicacy on your palate, whether it's IPAs or or a Hefeweizen, or just a plain old lager. You enjoy those hops and barley, get a little grain in there, and you have yourself a good carbohydrate day. We are also brought to you by the wonderful people at Dive Bar and Lounge in Austin, Texas, 1703 Guadalupe. Producer Matt and the team always bringing us in, even on off weird days, to have some fun, have some beers, and do some podcasting joining me today special guest all the way in from northern california down here for some work taking some time away from the pool because it's gray and cloudy to come in to the dive to watch a scary movie to get ready for halloween one of our our sponsors uh he's here scott from colorblind design how are you sir i am doing great
1: super excited to be here Love this bar. <laughs> this bar is awesome. This bar is awesome. We got a great window. We're watching a lot of people walking by. Got some construction going on. A lot of things going on and some drinking and a movie. Well, yeah, you know, so I like to live the airport lifestyle.
0: Uh, waking up a little bit late as far as it comes to uh, drinking, but that's all right. Today we're doing The Conjuring 2013. Um, it is the ultimate in everything from ghost stories to demons and, and and the people running down. And everything else in between, uh, it's, a good, it's a good classic. It's a good one that gets get you spooked a little bit. Now, you're not a horror film fan. I, I'm not a horror film fan. But but you're
1: strudging through this for me because of Halloween, and I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I was hoping for maybe Speed or something like that, but I'm going <laughs> with it. I know you just did a Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves movie last mm-hmm. week with Point Break, so I'll take a step away from that. Um, Keanu's
0: been uh, pretty popular on this podcast. We've done uh, three of his movies. i got to do uh, Bill and Ted next. Okay. Uh, I think that'll be a good one. We've got, we've got a couple more that we've got to do. Uh, before we get into the movie and drum down that, number one, tell people where they can find you on Instagram and
1: all that stuff. Uh, Instagram, I'm at colorblind.design okay um, And then on just look up my website it's uh, colorblinddesign.net and that's got all my uh, all my metal and wood work, uh, picking tables, fire pits. Yeah, because you know, I know you because of the ultimate tactical six-pack carrier. Yeah.
0: Matt's got one, I've got one, Jason Dick has one, the head of licensing for Disney has one. There's some. We've got some quality people running around with your product, but you do a lot more complex and in-depth stuff than that.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm pretty much a, a metal worker and I mm-hmm. just kind of combine wood to it to kind of create the, the urban decor. Okay. And, and that's kind of where things went. Um the whole tactical ammo can came about. Uh, it was just a, a project I made for my dad. And when buddies saw it, they are like, hey, I'd buy one. And it kind of took off from there. And uh, at the time, I, I was looking for a change in my life, getting away from a 9-to-5. And that's all kicking off this January. I'm, I'm done with my 9-to-5 and going full-time with my company. So. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah.
0: Now, what... Had you done metal work in the past? How'd you get involved in metal working? It's it's such a unique thing.
1: Yeah, so my dad and my grandfather were both pipe fitters. Um, They owned a construction company, and and when that closed down, they needed a place to keep their equipment. Uh, We bought a 20-acre ranch in Martinez, and slowly it turned into a horse-boarding ranch where there was a lot of metal working going on. So by, like, age, let's say, 13, 14, I was out cutting torches and doing all kinds of things with my, my dad and my grandpa, and then that just went to taking a couple of college courses, some metalworking, and basically, I mean, my dad is the best teacher I've ever had. Um, you got all your fingers. Yeah, okay. I still have all my fingers. <laughs> they're all cut up and callous, but they're there. They're there. You know, and it's just, a, it's been a cool ride because not a lot of people do what I do, and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's... People don't know I do what I do that you know I'm friends with, and then they see some of the stuff that I've made, and they're like, "Oh, wow, that's cool!" So, nice, very nice. Uh,
0: you're uh, you're up in Northern California area. You've got um, you know, you got to come down here to Austin, Texas. What are for for people that you know? I always hype up
1: Austin like, "Hey, you got to get down here, have a little fun, tear it up." What uh, what have been some of the highlights of you coming to Austin here? Austin has been amazing. The weather is right now and i know it's kind of not normal Uh, it's very similar to what i'm used to 70 to 80 degrees no humidity um but the people here have been amazing so nice everybody's everybody's just courteous yeah and and i'm not used to that from north (laughs) out um the city is super clean it's beautiful and there's a lot there's a lot of construction going on so you know the city's uh building up and and changing but uh it, I I don't know, man. This place is awesome. I could live here. It's pretty fun. I mean, yeah, I left Southern California, Newport Beach, to come out here over a decade
0: ago, and, and it's been been worth it for sure. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a uh, it's interesting, right? I mean, it's a it's a fun city, and you know, there's. Good beers here, like you said. Good people here. Good food. You gotta, you gotta get the Casino El Camino. Have a burger. I, I,
1: that yeah, that but, tiny little slider they give you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I, you know, you're, you're pretty much the only one I know that lives here. So I've been bugging you. That's you fine. Know, and, and Bug wife. Try, trying to get ideas for where to go, and you gave me Casino El Camino. I was there last night for a long time. <laughs> while, my, while my wife was working, she texted me at like 11 o'clock. Where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm still here. They're Still on. here, just <laughs> hanging out. Just there's a weird movie playing, yeah. and some weirder music playing, yeah. and a crazy and bartender. I met some good people at the bar, and then a lady from Florida. Um, she was different. Yeah, and, uh, as they have, it's Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's Florida. All right. yeah, what can you say? That's where she was all a, the things from the Conjuring come she was from. A, is Florida. The, she was a Dodgers fan, a Gators fan, and it, it, none of it made sense. Never know. does. And we were we were watching the Astros play on one guy's cell phone, and she just kept buttoning it's fine. but uh, <laughs> Casino Camino great place great bartenders great food it was amazing yeah
0: I mean you know like my favorites of course dive bar here absolutely one of my favorites um you come up here at night the staff is amazing every TV has got a different movie on oh yeah it's, you know yeah. it that and that's another it's a great fit And their jukebox is crazy yeah you know and you go you go to casino and you're like man I need some food amazing food great stuff um you know, I, I, you went to my other buddy's bar. He owns Stereotype and, uh, and Kung Fu, which are – I'm a little old for those places, but they're nice people, and, uh, you know, they do a good job. And they always – when I have stuff in town, I mean, one of the greatest things is this location, Dive Bar, um, Nick and the group that own Kung Fu and some other bars. I can reach out to them be like, hey, I want to do something. They're
1: like, come on in. Yeah, Whatever you want to do. Yeah, well, we didn't feel old at either of those places because we were there so early. We, we did the early bird special, the like, 4 o'clock. We hit stereotype, and then at about five o'clock we were at Kung Fu, and then we went to go eat dinner and went home. Nice, yeah, hey, that, that's what it's all about. But it was Saturday night; Everybody was dressed up for Halloween. It was cool to walk around and people watch, and uh, yeah, it's it's been great. So,
0: when you're and this is the, the the these are the weird parts of this podcast in your career transition, mm-hmm. going in from your nine to five job into wood and metal work and creating amazing designs and. And really thinking about everything, I mean, the the bottle opener on the side, <laughs> it's magnetized. Thinking of everything, right? I'm not looking for it. It falls down. It's, it sticks right there. It's beautiful. I'm just curious why uh, your career transition didn't take you to demonologist.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm, I I'm also wondering
0: it. who, you know? It's like, are you, what kind of special person is sitting down going, this is boring.
1: Now, going after demons sounds like <laughs> fun. It does sound fun. Yeah, we used to watch all those ghost shows and... To get the shit out of ourselves, and oh. but yeah, no, I'd rather just stay in my shop and, and cut and some a little. Middle. Yeah.
0: Now, have you ever been to a haunted place or experienced a ghost of
1: any kind? Uh, I believe that the house I lived in, um, in Pinal, California, was haunted. There was yeah. some stuff. There were some weird stuff happening there, and you know, like you'd be at the computer, which was down like at the end of the hallway, and you would constantly see something in the corner of your eye moving, and like something like looking around the corner at you. Whoa. So there's that. And then I was at the house by myself one day and I walked past my sister's room and every piece of equipment, like stereo TV turned on and off and on and off. And I was like, ah, I'm not here. Yeah. So uh, there was a few things that happened at that house that I'm not quite sure about. But, uh, you know, that that stuff scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But I'm into it. Like I, You're into it as well? Yeah. It, it's cool. It You know, people believe it. People don't. I think it's... I think it's Do you believe uh, it? I think there's some stuff. I think I think there's some stuff. I think I'm there wondering. has to be. You can't just you can't just die and that's it, you know. There has to be like a thing that happens and It's got to be more to the party. Yeah. I mean, it, I have said this before. I think it's the cruelest gift,
0: whatever you believe as far as creator goes, that tells you death is certain and at the same time gives you an innate desire to live. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a cruel trick. It's like, hey, by the way, this thing, you know, everyone says death and taxes, it's coming. Mm-hmm. This thing is real. Oh, and by the way, your desire to live is going to make you think that you won't die.
1: And it's going to fuck you from jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was another part of my um, transition over. I almost died two years ago. And it kind of brought me to realization that. Hold on, whoa, whoa, How'd you almost die? Um, the day after Thanksgiving, I got super sick. And I kind of forced the issue with my wife. I'm not going to the hospital. Uh And forced the issue. And my foot was hurting. And... once I hit 103 degree, Tim, oh. and I kept like every time I'd stand up, I'd pass out. Sure, she was like, "Hey, I'm calling the I'm calling the doctor." And, I'm, and at that point, I was just, like, "Laying you in the hallway, damn, you're hallucinating!" At
0: that, laying point, laying in the
1: hallway, I, just dying. I'm like, you know what? You can't get me the hospital. You need to call 911. Uh, I got to the hospital. She, could, she couldn't just grab you under the arm. Uh, oh, she, no, <laughs> she's she's strong, but she's not that strong. Your wife, like
0: my wife, is. They're not running us around. They're not yeah. grabbing
1: and picking up at that point there was nothing she could have done for me yeah I basically I, I army crawled down the hallway while i was waiting for the ambulance uh they got me to the hospital turns out i had sepsis holy um, shit!
0: how'd you get
1: the sepsis they don't know you know i had five i it was in my foot okay it was in my left foot i had five podiatrists on my case and they kept calling it the, the mystery case like nobody knew their best guess was it possibly like um uh, athlete's foot, okay, and a parasite happened to get in through the cracked skin, sure, and through a party, and uh, I was its host. So damn, I five doctors, they you have yeah. fucking foot
0: perverts, they just yeah, no. to get the answer, right? <laughs> so I never
1: got an answer of what happened. I spent uh, a little bit more than a week in the hospital, and then damn, four months at home recuperating. Um, they said the doctor when I got to the ER said, had I waited one more hour. I would have died in bed.
0: No. Yeah.
1: So it was a it was like a mind fuck that I was so close. Yeah. And so stubborn, you know, and um, you know it's just one of those things. It's like, what could I have done differently when, when I look back at my life? I'm like, was I happy working nine to five, being somebody else's, you know? Yeah, I mean, order? they're just leasing out your personal yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of pushed me to start this company and, and kind of get out on my own and do my own thing. Um, good win or lose if it works great if not I'll go try something else but no it'll work
0: I mean it, your, your, your design your quality everything about it it, 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 it will work it's um, you know I, I think you're doing I mean selfishly I, I, but I, I do I think you're doing the right thing and you know you created one for the chive you're you understand the value in your work but you yeah. also understand the value in John or Gabby at the chive having that and they're yeah. like oh look at this yeah I mean you know, Jason Dick saw it and we were at his radio show's Halloween party. Uh-huh. So that's when I called you. Yeah. Yeah, you're at home. Yeah. He, <laughs> I, I wish I was in Austin that <laughs> night. That would have been a fun I'm party. a little boozy getting <laughs> to work. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm at home, what are you doing? Oh, never mind. I'm in a cab, going to the dick man's party. Yeah. Going to Affluence Hill. How was that party? It was good. Yeah. So I um I imbibe in uh in the edibles and, and the Brewski's and mm-hmm. uh I'd had a couple of edibles, and uh, I, of course, had not eaten really and wasn't feeling that well, and, but I wanted to give Jason that, and I thought that would be a cool spot, because there's so many people there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and Deb, his co-host, she's like, well, my boyfriend's in the military. I'm like, okay. She's like, well, can can you put me in touch with him, and we can maybe do give two away on the radio and do something like that? i like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can put you in touch with him. Not a problem, Deb's. And she's British and she's uh-huh. awesome. Uh, so, but then I give it to the dick man, I'm like, hey, and I put it up on his countertop. So it's right up high, everyone can see it. People are running up, they're opening it, we're putting bottles in, and he's so paranoid someone's gonna steal it <laughs> that he hides it. Oh, man. So now people are figuring out, so he keeps hiding it in different spots, uh-huh. and people keep looking for it and pulling it out and That's showing awesome. it. <laughs> it was, he's like, hey man, and we uh, we did some more. Uh, the, we, we took we took a couple of gummies there and just ran around. And I, I was home by midnight. I, I think early I called dinner, it like ten. Yeah, it was an early night, but well worth it. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and he always hosts a, a fun party, and we always have a have a good time. But it's a um, it's a crazy thing when you see people following their passions and their dreams. Uh, I think if you you know my humble opinion you stay focused on what it is that you're doing that you enjoy and mm-hmm. success yeah. you know yeah. I think mean, you're if you're if you're going after it, if you're a if you're a better husband a better friend a better person on planet earth and you're cruising along and you're making people happy with what you're doing and you're putting out quality work it's
1: success and you're doing all those things yeah I believe that and you know it's, I I just had an order come through somebody ordered a um, the ammo can the, the blackout the one that we paint yeah. and do the do the vinyl to the side and all that and he was really pushing me to get it out the door because he was getting it for his uh, his buddy's birthday and I screwed up the paint you know? and then I was like you know it had some runs in it and then the, the clear coat wrinkled a little bit and I emailed him like listen man I know you want it now but I'm not I'm not willing to send out a a product that's not up to snuff so. He was totally cool with it. He's like, you know what? I appreciate you not sending out, you know, something that you're not happy about. So I got it right, sent it to him, and it, it actually did make it for his friend's birthday. So, awesome. Yeah, it, it worked out. But you have to believe in what you're doing and, and uh, not not um, step down your quality, you know? So, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, it's crazy, you know, speaking of believing what you're doing. We'll go back to The Conjuring here. Uh, one, so my, my buddy, his, um, his apartment is haunted. Okay. Says, so I go down to LA once a month. Usually I stay at his place. He just go stays with his girlfriend. I get his place for two, three days. uh uh-huh. There's, he's like, say goodbye to the ghost, say hello to the ghost, you come in, all this stuff. I'm like, I don't I'm London, this bullshit. I'm asleep, it's in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden I feel my hand coming up, and I just, slaps me right, as it drop. What? slaps me across the fucking face. I'm up, I'm looking around. His 90 pound pit bull, handsome James Ferdinand is laying down next to him. I'm like, you guys do not you see that? He's just like, oh. <laughs> you move, I take your pillow. Yeah, yeah, this is no how doubt. this shit works, man. <laughs> this is how this shit works. And it happens to me every time. Every time. And you still stay there. Oh, yeah, because now it's a game. It's okay. not like, can I get so high or so boozy that the ghost won't wake me up? Hasn't happened yet. All right. It's, but it's. Dude, it's insane. I mean, I
1: can't. The ghost. that ghost is tenacious.
0: The ghost is tenacious, and you know he was. We had uh, we were goofing off and um, took some acid, and we're hanging out. And he's talking to the ghost at the wall, and he can see it, and he's just chatting up. And and there's no breeze. Does it the ghost have so Uh, he probably does. I wonder what time it is. Will Regan be up? He's not gonna be up yet. He's an asshole writer. He stays up till five in the morning writing. Sleeps yeah. all day. But this plant where there's no airway coming through is moving as he's talking to it. When he stops talking, it stops moving. Wow. I mean, dude, it's That's so trippy. trippy. It's a, but you know, outside of that, like I've never had, I don't, I mean, I shouldn't say never. I've just, I've never experienced the haunting stuff. Like, again. Yeah. Out in um, Catalina, there's a private fishing club up there. Still men only, less than hundred members. They say it's haunted. You see ghosts in there all the time. Then I've hung out in that place drink beers there i've not nothing bullshit yeah i you know and i don't know if it's because you're it's a weird thing bigfoot sightings have gone down Mm -hmm. since technology's gotten better yeah right ghost sightings have gone down no matter how cool their technology gets right it just goes down uh and that they they've 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 moved back from we saw a shadow to turn this flashlight off and on or do this or do that yeah it's yeah it's not like good old-fashioned hauntings like the conjuring where it's like here is chucky yeah it's a doll looks cute it's gonna cut your dick off it's gonna fuck you up big time you know and and i don't know if that's i mean of course some of that is just technology right We Mm -hmm. just, just milk out the bullshit yeah absolutely but i wonder if some of that um essence of what's really there is also being blinded out and what i mean by that is you know they talk about the human eye only has um only has bandwidth to pull in so much. And there's so much that we miss in the world that our eye just doesn't catch. And if you go to a place enough, your eye just fills in gaps. Yeah.
1: It's like when you're reading something that's spelled wrong on purpose and yeah. you, read, you read over it yeah, as it should be written. Yeah, written. Exactly. So It's the same thing. And I, and I wonder
0: what we're missing. I'm yeah. wondering in the in, in the light that technology has shined on, what's hiding in the shadows? Mm, yeah. Yeah and it's yeah. not i don't believe it's technology hiding in the shadows i mean i think that's the crazy thing like my wacko brain goes man in this world where we think we're seeing everything i think the light's getting brighter but the bandwidth is getting narrower yeah. because we're relying on so much in so, in so little uh-huh. right i mean you think about all the things we rely on and do and what it comes back to versus all the multitude of things you had to rely on and do a hundred years ago just to live. Are the horses okay? Is this okay? No one cared. If the, if the internet was down, no one cared. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's if the sun. The but sun you, doesn't come you wanna, up. You want to see the world go to shit? Take the power off. Yeah, just turn the power off. Yeah. But look at California, I man. The, the motherfucker's on fire.
1: Yeah. Like we got to do rolling blackouts and people are losing their I minds. Mean, uh, so I was talking to my. Where my shop is 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 on a twenty acre ranch that I grew up on. That's that was the horse boarding ranch that we uh, we had. Um, there was a fire over the hill in Lafayette, and that's where my wife's family lives. Oh shit! Um, they wouldn't. They were not evacuated, but my friend who lives in Lafayette was. And then um, my my own house in in Concord, um, it was getting close. I guess the fire was in uh, Crockett, and it could jump. Jump the water and get over there. Everybody was on high alert, but uh, yeah, PG&E's shutting our power off all the time, and and still stuff is still catching on fire. You know, it's, and it, and it, you wonder, it's like, are hey, you shutting? Th- I don't understand what shutting the power off does to stop the fires. It stops them from being sued. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because it's their infrastructure that's uh, that's causing, causing the, fires. the fires, and I guess the one in Lafayette that was kind of took over Lafayette yesterday was caused by a down power line. So. Oh, well PG&E, there you go. Anytime the winds kick up over like 30 degrees, they they lose their shit and they shut everybody's power off. Everybody's buying generators now. Well, have you heard that? So there's a conspiracy
0: theory out there, nod to Sam Tripoli, what's up, buddy? uh, That uh, if you look at the range of the fires and the way they're going, Mm -hmm. it is is, uh, parallel to what they wanted to do for a mass transit super train, that would go from San Diego all the way to Seattle, yeah. out to so they're Vegas. Just, they're just prepping the land. They're just prepping, they're moving people out of, because eminent domain only goes so far, whereas, hey, there's fires here, You now your house is burned down. Yeah. We're Insurance do right won't here. let you build, but we'll build you a nicer, bigger house over here. Yeah. That's the that's that's theory. That's the <laughs> that, that's <a> theory. <laughs> because I mean, eminent domain is a, is, a, is a weird thing, right? They can move you so far and so much, but not all the time yeah they just can't continually move you around which is crazy do you um when you are uh when those fires happen what
1: if you can try to what what's that tension like I mean, um so i haven't i haven't 100 percent experience fire close to us i mean the santa rosa fire last year was it was brutal because we had friends in santa rosa so you know you're, you're worried about your friends uh, my cousin is a Berkeley firefighter and he went up I think one of his units went up and fought and um, you know so you have people in the game that's being played out in front of you uh, so you're worried about them then the pictures come through and you, you just can't imagine being in that kind of situation where in the middle of the day it's pitch black you know from all the smoke and people are trying to drive through and and it's crazy. The tires are melting. Yeah, and I mean, it's you just, hot. And that that was one thing I was trying to tell my grandpa or my grandma last night. I'm like, listen, um, don't wait for them to come get you. Yeah. Because there's one road in, one road out. You got to go. You know, let the horses out and go. There's only so much you can do. But, um, yeah, you just, I don't know. You, you just hate to think that you're ever going to be in that kind of situation where it's, you know, you're seeing shit like that.
0: Yeah. I can't. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I think You know, I, I not meaning it as a joke in any way. I mean those those really are the true horrors. Yeah. Right? Right. I, I mean, that water and fire and, and, and real damage coming at you is those are those are the real scary things. It's funny, like, you're talking about how ghosts freak you out and paranormal any, stuff freaks you out. Any animal movie where the animals are killing people freaks me out because I mean, I have a bass and hound. He's an idiot. <laughs> but if he wants to bite me, it's going to fucking hurt. Yeah. I mean, the only reason cats are domesticated is they're so damn small. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean... And most
1: cats are assholes anyway.
0: And they're assholes, and they'll eat your eyeballs yeah. just to stay alive, whereas a dog will just lay next to me like, we'll just die together. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's... When, when you look at... Uh, you know, the, the, those are the things that f- freak me out, because it's like, oh, yeah, that animal could turn It really on could you turn, yeah. And do this. We did... um when I was a kid, I watched this horror movie called Monkey Shines. It was about a paraplegic guy. And I remember two things about that movie. That's the movie I learned about oral sex. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's like, of course, that's where you learn a <laughs> horror film. You learn about going down on a girl from a horror film. The it's guy, a <laughs> monkey, shines, man. The crazy asshole monkey. I'm about to check out that movie when I get home. Dude, it's this great. little crazy shithead monkey, this little spider monkey, he's just jumping around. He's taking care of this guy, like you know, <whistles> blows in a little no whistle shit. and drives around, and the monkeys like feeding him, and they're hanging out. And, oh oh All yeah. you know, the monkeys getting to the bar, getting some beers, having some fun. Well, this guy starts to like this chick, and this chick likes him, and of course, he's the most handsome paraplegic. In the yeah. world. yeah. He's got a six pack, he's shredded. <laughs> this guy's a machine. And he's like, it doesn't work down there. And she goes, I know a way to make it work, and lays him down the bed and just sits on his face. In Monty Python style. Sit on my face and tell you right. me that you love me. I'll sit on your face and say that I love you. Everything's divine when we're doing sixty-nine I love you. YouTube's going to be like, we're taking this one down. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that is spot on. I think that's an original recording. That is going to come right off right now. How dare you? But yeah, I mean, it was, you know, and then all of a sudden the gal realized the monkey's a little crazy. She's walking down the steps looking for him. He's got a razor blade because the paraplegic needs to shave and just slices the back of her Achilles oh, tendons. Oh, and she falls downstairs. Oh, yeah, and it's just nasty as hell. Oh, God, that fucking monkey is just...
1: What an asshole. Well, it's an a- well, all monkeys are assholes. Yeah. The, the, the fact that people have monkeys as pets when they're so strong. And I'm not going to lie. The little ones, like the spider monkeys, they're cute.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're also stronger than us. Oh, yeah. They're wicked strong and they're crazy. Anything that can swing by its own tail, you know. Oh, and just – and how they fight. Like, all they do is they're like, we don't want you to breed or eat. So I'm going to bite off your fingers. I'm going to rip your dick off. and I'm going to break your jaws. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's my fighting. There's the guy in Florida – who had a monkey? I know he had a cute little monkey, and it was getting a little out of was biting a lot. And of course, you know the recommendation, Florida. Well, he just, you just remove his teeth. Oh yeah. Well, that stops the. Well, it doesn't stop the biting. Now his hand bones are just getting broken because the bone's still in there. It's just no. It's just the skin's not getting broken. So he takes it to a monkey sanctuary. A year later, he comes back by because it's monkey's birthday and he walks into the sanctuary with and super racist to this guy he walks in with a fucking banana cake <laughs> just banana cream pie and sets it down and thinks the monkey's just gonna run down and oh Be all happy God, to thank see you. you so good to see you you took you jerked my teeth yeah. out but you bought me cream pie this is amazing well he walks out and he's waiting and no one's touching the pie. He's like, you know this is fucking bullshit i love that monkey after all i mean i ripped its teeth out i did all these cool things to this monkey i'm taking my pie and going home he walked back in to get that pie, and those monkeys fucked him Mon- up. They ripped his dick off. They ripped off his bottom jaw almost all the way. Jesus. They bit his fingers off. That guy can't talk. He can barely eat. He's taking a piss in a bag. You Don't oh, fuck with don't monkeys. Don't own a monkey. Don't own a monkey. And they talk about, I mean, like people joke around about Charlton Eston. That, that Planet of the Apes is the scariest goddamn movie ever because as soon as they get a little smart. Oh, yeah. You give them a little bit. Give them an inch. Give them an inch. I mean, everyone does those weird shark movies where the shark gets smart and eats people and all, but guess what, asshole? I'll just stay out of the fucking water. Monkeys, they swim. Right? Oh yeah. They're super strong.
1: Yeah. They'll jump down from any height.
0: Any height, they don't care. They're like they're like a psychotic superhero.
1: (laughs) And they don't give a shit.
0: And they do not, these captains of Zero Fucks. Yes. (laughs) And they will just jerk off and throw common poop on you all day long. So you gotta keep them in a diaper. It's just it's so so troubling the monkeys like that's the now you get demon possessed monkeys like, How oh, man shit. have they got a, a monkey zombie film uh no sort
1: of if, if you want to take Peter Jackson's Dead Alive it oh. all starts with the mom getting bit by that weird monkey that's guy, true and then they all become zombies they so all become zombies ish. kind of kind of ish. And, uh, and there's the one on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. The little monkey that right. was uh, on the pirate crew was like a little—oh, that's true. Guy. Yeah, that one. Came little back that for was, like, asshole people. too. Was a yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, See, monkeys, man. I'm telling you, talk about demons all you want, and there are some. I used to love to watch the um, the exorcism stuff because uh-huh. I believe ninety percent of it's acting, right? And the other ten percent is insane, and then maybe you know, there's a, maybe maybe one of those people is actually possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. But it's just you watch them just lash out and do stuff and it's when watching it on film it's hard not to laugh because yeah. everyone looks like an idiot. yeah right you got to get the preacher he's always got a southern accent perfectly coiffed oh, hair sweating his ass off. He's always sweaty he's got a this tan suit night. on but he's sweating yeah. through the tan suit. He's like, and Jesus said, Damon, you will come out and you will be away from this woman. And the Lord Jesus Christ came in Matthew 13, 23. He said, leave and you will leave because that is what the Lord says. Amen, hallelujah. Someone turn the AC on in here. I'm sweating through my jacket.
1: And the lady's like, <laughs> have ha, ha. like, Spitting up hairballs. Spitting up
0: hairballs. And hair she's like, did she have a hot dog earlier? I smell hot dog. <laughs> awful smell get her some gum a horrible smelling woman over here bathe her with a hose (laughs) but i'm sure when you're there if you don't know
1: you've got to be fucking terrified
0: right it's like so what's going
1: on over here oh those are our neighbors they're exercising yeah they're just chilling they're doing their nightly thing they're yelling (laughs) and screaming and you know things being thrown through the house And how weird would it be if you're just
0: a little, you just forgot to take your meds that day, and all of a sudden (laughs) there's a super sweaty
1: guy with awesome hair just yelling over you Bible verses? You're like, no, I I just didn't take the riddle in them. Yeah, it's cool. I I don't want to do this. Pop two in my mouth.
0: I'll be good in an hour, bro. Just if you could just give me my medicine. You mean Satan's medicine? Yeah. Huh? You talking about Satan's dandruff? That booger sugar? that cocaine are you talking about the panama red you talking about those magical leaves you smoke up with your demon friends inside your brain (laughs) right in your mind taking you away from the lord jesus christ your savior who died on the cross hello amen <laughs> you did that too well. <laughs> you got I'm practice. Start, I'm gonna start a cult one day. <laughs> I'm only gonna do it
1: for five years. I'm gonna make my hundred Pretty million. And then I'm gonna tell him, you know what? I got a revelation. It's all bullshit. I think five years is kinda like the max that you can kind of keep that going and, and stay under the radar, right? Stay under the radar five years and then stop it. Yeah, and then you know what? Hey, uh this guy here, he's the new savior. He's gonna take you to the yeah. land and I'm out. I'm out. I gotta go, you guys. Sneak off, sneak off to Montana,
0: open up a brewery up there yeah. in a small, tiny little town that cannot support the money for it yep. but I don't care. I just make weird eccentric beers do this podcast fly people up to Montana to hang out and I'm like where'd you make your money? I lied to people for five years. Oh, politician? Close. Yeah, very close. close yeah. Uh, re- religious cult. Same, same thing though. Same thing. Yeah, It is the same. I mean it kind of it is kind the same of is. thing. You're
1: just selling a dream. You're selling a dream and you're, and, and you're lying. Yeah. Verbatim. Yeah, I'm going to do this and this and this and you're not know, going to do anything.
0: Oh, you're... And I mean, you know, it's it's weird. It's the um, the vulnerability of people mm-hmm. of just finding that niche, finding that little thing that that opens them up. Oh yeah, you know, because if you're just a little bit patient, they give it to you. Almost everyone does. Mm-hmm. Be, because they want to be accepted. They're not
1: people who aren't grounded. People who don't like who they are aren't going after. Oh, they're their looking own for something. They're looking. Yeah. They're looking for something to believe in. Yeah. And yep. somebody can sell them anything. Anything. Yeah. And they get so excited when they get it. They're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. You know, like all the people who, uh, being from California, all the people who hate guns. Yeah. Right? You, got, you get one guy up there and starts screaming, we're going to take all the AR-15s away, and everybody thinks that he's the biggest hero in the world. You know, The guy, what it comes down to is he's just, um, he's uneducated about it. It's a weird thing. And, you know, I've heard... um
0: I've had some uh, some veterans on the on the, on the podcast and uh, some active military people as well. And one of the you know like what we don't understand is you don't want to figure out a, a you want to your your easy out is let me give up my rights mm-hmm. just so this will go away. Yeah, you don't want to figure out the tough stuff like homelessness. Let them just camp anywhere. I don't want to figure out the tough stuff. Yeah, you know I don't you know. I, uh, Oh, the demons here. Okay, well, I'm gonna get out. I don't want to figure. I don't. I don't want to take anything
1: on. If yeah. I just keep moving, I burn the house down. I just walk away. Well, it's like it's like uh, if you have rot on the house, instead of fixing the rot, let's throw some paint on it and make it good again. Yeah, right. It's not fixing the the problem. You know, and people people who are doing the mass shootings, they're not the people who are buying the guns legally. They're not the they're not the problem. They're, the people who are doing the shooting are obviously the problem. But their solution is to take the guns away from people who go about getting them the correct way. Yeah, and they don't want
0: to address mental health. Yeah, they don't want to look at how drugs impact our, our lives. How if you take too many or too little or whatever. No one wants to. No one wants to look at the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. it's too which it's really too big is the problem: mental health. Mm-hmm. Because then you really have to address some things. Then you have to you have to have compassion. Yeah, you have to you have to really put your arm around someone mm-hmm. to go you know what you're gonna say some awful shit to me I don't care I'm still gonna be right here and I'm gonna help you through this mm-hmm. or you know what I'll just give up my rights over here and I'll let you be over here and I'll hang out in the middle and that's the worst place to be Yeah. yeah. It's the wor- I don't mind I, I don't take, I do not mind people that want to get rid of anything when it comes to our rights when they have a sound argument that doesn't have to do with, well, it's it's a stupid right, you know, and they didn't understand AR-15s back then, right? So, come on in, you're fine. Um, but you know, they just, they, 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 there are some people that rational, intelligent argument for it, and I respect it. I don't agree with it, but I 100% respect it, because at least they're problem solving.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: But the masses that do not want to problem solve, uh, you know, R- Rogan had this thing on where he was talking about um, crime. And he had this guy from the Baltimore Police Department. And they did this study in, in uh, Baltimore, and they were talking about, oh, well, crime happens this way, and it's, these have been the top five crimes in this neighborhood for the past 100 years. so like, you guys haven't fixed this? Like, these are the top five crimes. Yeah. 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 In these exact areas. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And no one wants to take on the hard part of actually addressing mm-hmm. why that's there, what's going on there. And I remember I was talking to a buddy of mine, and, and he goes, well, you know, they just they gotta go to the library, they gotta go do this. And I say, no, it's hilarious you say that because you're upper middle class and you can go to the library and there's a library. Go to South Central and ask the kids where the library is. Yeah. Ask them where the ocean is for that matter. Because 90% of them haven't been to the ocean. They, they live five miles from it. Five miles from it. And, it. and it's not an address and not, you know, and it's a weird thing it is that, you know, it almost goes back to talking about earlier, It's like. You just want to highlight a certain area. There's one track of light you want to follow, and you don't want to look at the scary shit in the darkness on the left and the right. Yeah. Because it's gonna have to it's gonna make you have to be a little more human. A little more compassion. And compassion costs money. It you know, and compassion costs, right? It costs Mm -hmm. time and energy and effort. Yeah. And then you have to ask yourself, Are you are you on team human? Or are you on team Scott? Yeah, just team yourself. Or just team yourself, right? Is it just Scott and his family, and this is what I take care of, and we take care of your family, and we do that, but now we've gotten a little too big for that. It's a crazy thing. And and, you know, know, I look at these movies like The Conjuring and all, you know, and you look at the satanic panic of the 80s, and you look at all these things that have happened. It's so much easier to blame woo-woo over here somewhere. Not saying it doesn't exist, just saying, Mm -hmm. It's not tangible. It's not accessible. It's not—it's not real for what I want to touch and do. But instead, it is. I can go blame woo-woo and a mirror and go lock something in a cage and do that. That's easier than it is to like someone that, quite honestly, is probably damn near impossible to like. Yeah, it's a crazy world. It is crazy, and it doesn't—it's not getting any less crazy.
1: No, it's getting worse as we go.
0: Do you think it's getting worse or do you think we're
1: just understanding more? I think coming from an age, because I'm 41 now, um, obviously, Youngster. in high school, you know, we didn't, there was no internet, you know, no yeah. cell phones. So you graduated, let's see, you graduated, you're 96. 41, 96, yeah, I graduated two. in 96. Okay. Um, you know, like. I remember the day of my graduation. I barely graduated. I, I got on the payphone and called my mom and said, "Hey, you, know, you can tell the family to show up to graduation tonight." I made it. <laughs> you know, I didn't hop on my cell phone. I didn't send her text. There's none of that. And, yeah. You know, like the other day, my kid asked me, um, my son Cooper. He's ten years old. He goes, "Hey, Dad, what was your favorite YouTube channel when you were a kid?" I'm like, "Oh, Coop, there was none of that. Like, yeah. We didn't have that. We played outside." Yeah. You know, um, but the more access that that young people have to everything that's just sitting in their pocket right mm-hmm. um, i mean literally planet earth is right here it's right in your pocket they're you know, like oh do you want to go to australia and see someone what yeah. do what do you, you, you want to do, do, do everything like my whole my whole business is on my cell phone Yeah. right i mean everything i do i can get on my website and change stuff and add stuff and and you know take pictures of my product and put it on my website from and it's all on my phone and the more access that you have to just doing that the more, the smaller the world gets, I think. Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to go outside. You don't have to talk to people. You don't have to do anything. You can sit on your phone all day in your house and just not communicate with anybody in person. Yeah. it's, It's crazy. And I think that's part of the problem is everybody is so just on their phone all the time that people aren't used to dealing with people anymore. I'd agree with that.
0: I like I like the uh, the idea of the flip flump, the flip phone revolution. The mm-hmm. flip phone's is coming back. I like that. I like it a lot. Uh, I thought about getting one just to have one. Mm-hmm. Just as a, not I mean not as a novelty but also just to have one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just it's like oh this is for phone calls. Like I'm not going to text. I'm yeah. not gonna, this Absolutely. is For phone calls because I'm like you. I run ninety percent of everything off my phone. Mm-hmm. I mean I answer emails. It's, it's, it's so easy.
1: Emails. It's so easy. And my wife and I have to take a. We have to make sure that if 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 we're on our phones, because she works a lot off of her phone as well, um, and she works from home, so she deals with the kids when they're home from school. Um, we have to make sure that when the kids ask us for something, we put our phone down. It's just like done on the phone. Yep, let's be parents. You know, and they got to the point. I was playing a phone game on my phone for three years, and I got really into it. And it got to the point where the kids were like. Dad's on his phone again playing Transformers. Da, da, da. And it, it made me feel really bad, like I'm a, yeah. a bad parent because I'd rather be on my phone than than being in the backyard or hanging out and, and you know teaching my kids how to play beer pong, yeah. <laughs> 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 which they're they're actually really good at. Son, elbow in. That's Sun right. Basketball uh, shot. Yeah. Elbow in. Captain Elbows. That's right. It is a um. Uh, it's uh.
0: It's weird because. The more we seem to know, the less we seem to interact. It's almost like we're a little bit scared of what could or couldn't yeah. happen, right? Yeah. And but yet we glorify the sense of adventure. Like you think about the well. movies that are biggest, right? There's a sense of adventure and overcoming. mm mm-hmm. But no one wants to do that sense of adventure, except for the the, the very few. The few that do. actually
1: get off their phone, go climb a mountain. Yeah. And, yeah, and then they're
0: celebrating. It's like, oh my gosh! But then, then they take a picture of it. Yeah, and post it. Yep. look, look what I did. Well, you you don't have to do this now. Got yep. it done. Yep. <laughs> that's it. You, I showed you what it looks like up here. You don't have
1: to do it. You don't have to be up here yeah. anymore. Don't worry
0: about it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a crazy it's a it's a crazy thing that um what we've uh intimated what we what we've moved aside for as far as adventure goes, what we've put in its place, mm-hmm. and what that what that's going to not only look like for our kids, like I I think our kids are going to be that weird
1: transitional stage that is going to figure out the best of both worlds? Yeah, they're going to have to come up with a, a medium for living their life on and off their phones. You know, eventually, I think the phones will probably just be trans, you know, implanted into their head. Oh, All they have to kind of look to the right, and you know, demo call I'm calling call, call mom right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? It's, it's crazy. I was actually looking at a, um, a CPAP machine. I, I'm on a yeah. CPAP. They have this new one that my sister in law showed me. It's actually implanted in your body. What? And you just basically when you wanna to go to sleep, you hit a remote. And it puts you it like starts you know putting air into your throat so you don't snore. I actually I looked into doing that. Kaiser's like, yeah, we don't do that. That's that sounds, Kaiser's like, not covered. That sounds super plan. expensive and we're not gonna do that. But yeah. I mean that the more it's like the start of technology going into your body, right? Yeah. And helping you survive. It's, it's crazy the things that they can do. But yeah, kids are going to have to find the happy medium and, and not live their life on a, on a screen. Oh, absolutely. Now, there are some
0: people that believe, and you have kind of lightly touched on this with technology coming into our bodies, is that this is all a game. It's all an illusion. Okay. That we are, we are part of... We're a small piece in a much, much bigger picture, and this is all just fake. In fact, the scientists have run numbers and say it's more likely that we're in a simulation right now than we were created from the Big Bang. Just raw numbers. How much fun would it be to be playing this version of Sims? To where you can have you can go create demon possession, and, I mean, like,
1: <laughs> because it's it's a, it's a weird thing. I mean, I, so I, if you figure out the if you figure, figure out the the or the uh, equation, I guess. Yeah. Right, and you can start changing the
0: game. Yeah, you start changing the game, moving stuff around, yeah. having some fun. It's like, how's your world doing? My world's doing awesome. Yeah. They love movies. They're doing this. Oh, your world's still uh, hunting and gathering. Oh, yeah. savages. Gee, you guys aren't playing right. I have some of those hunter and gatherers, but they're still big into technology, still do this, they yeah. do that. I mean, you could, you know, it's. I always say this, and it still blows my mind to this day. Everything that we have, we named. Oh, okay. yeah. Everything. I think However, that. the brain named itself. Okay. What an arrogant dick move. You don't give yourself a nickname. You don't give yourself a name. Yeah. If I walked in and I'm like, hey, I'm Coachie." You're like, oh, who gave you that nickname? Nah, I gave myself that nickname. Like, <laughs>
1: Coachie. What's up? You'll be like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. We'll we'll find you a nickname. It's yeah. probably gonna be asshole. You don't get, you don't get yeah, now that you've named yourself, it yeah. it's gonna be asshole. <laughs> it's gonna be asshole, exactly. <laughs> a big but the, face. But the brain named itself. Okay. The
0: arrogance of the brain naming itself, and naming everything else around it. Is and you just be like, yeah, we mm, me. we're that superior. Like that—that that seems to be the attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think a dolphin has a name for itself? It might even fucking hate the word oh, dolphin. Yeah. yeah, the dolphin is like, uh yeah, like yeah like it's just like, and you're like what <laughs> the fuck? It's like, no, you're yeah. dolphin, and it understands. It's like, figure it out, yeah, dolphin. Just because I don't litter and build skyscrapers
1: doesn't mean I don't know what the fuck's going on. All right, well, It's like the. I saw a meme a while ago um, where this guy was sitting with his dog, and he's like, "Hey, eh, my dog's such a good dog, good job, Timmy, or whatever. Yeah. And the dog is looking up at him and saying, I got such a good parent. His name is Bitchface Malone III, you know? Like, <laughs> like, you know, you, you're thinking like animals have a way of, of looking at you. You're know, like, my dog, my dog. dog, yeah. So I have two. I have a, a white boxer that I super low energy, like to sleep a lot, just like my best, you now he is fat and old now, oh, okay. but I found him about seven years ago out in East Oakland at four in the morning. Oh, I damn. I actually pulled a gun on him. So he came running at me. i like, oh, no, this ain't happening. Yeah. I uh, took him home. My wife wasn't thrilled because she was pregnant with our second kid. And she's like, I don't want to get a dog. Turned out to be one of the best dogs we ever owned. Nice. Uh, his name is Murphy. And then uh, we have a black German Shepherd that's two, about two now. Okay. That dog is insane. Insane. Yeah. Tons of energy. We didn't realize what we we're getting into with that German Shepherd. That dog needs a job. Those dogs, <laughs> those dogs have to be working all the time. Like, she's constantly moving stuff around. I went outside to let the boxer out like three in the morning and she was out there just running back and forth up on the hill. And, like, the dog is insane. Yeah. But, but anyways, you, you never know what those guys are thinking about you. You know, like, oh, he feeds me, but, like, I wonder what, what name they gave me. Yeah. You know? It's it's crazy to think that. It is. It's it's a it's a weird thing that there are other things with brains out there and just living their lives, living and their lives, doing, doing their stuff. thing, and, yeah. And we're grabbing them and you know and taking them in and taking them to get shots and yeah. This is this is what's best for you. Yeah, you know? it's what's best. So like, trust me. When uh, our, we just lost a dog last August, uh, two August ago, um, and we made the decision. She she was getting old and she had cancer and we made the decision to not treat her. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't her. Cho- it's not her choice, right? And she was old enough and she lived her life and she went the way she wanted to go. I didn't want to be that guy that kept for one dropping hell of money into a dog that was gonna die. Yeah, just anyways. like suffer with me a little longer, yeah. so I emotionally. Exactly. Invent. It was, you know, we have friends that that, that did that, and um, it, the dog looked miserable. Yeah. And, Mackenzie went the way she wanted to go, and it was great. And we celebrated her, and we just we were happy. We weren't those people who just dragged it out forever, you know. And just oh, you're gonna do chemo and lose all your hair, and you know. Yeah. I don't know what they do for dogs, but. Like, but it's, it can't be good. Yeah. and So we just kind of did that and let her go, and she went, and it was peaceful. Nice. You know. I think I think it's a, it's a tough balance of putting our wants
0: behind someone's needs.
1: Especially, an, especially an animal that can't speak for themselves. Yeah. You, know, and you never know what the right move is. You just no. do. You just do what you hope is the best for them. So
0: you do what you hope is best, and you you know you give them all the love you can, but you don't. You know, it's, and it's a fine. It's, it's not a fine lines, but it's it's funny. I was listening to um these comics talk, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, there's this new trend in Europe, along with you know, you know. Say that's a he and that's a she, and it's like you know, they'll decide and they'll let you know their gender or their gender pronoun, whatever it is. And the other thing was, oh yeah, you asked the baby for permission before you change their diaper because it's so traumatic. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a new, new one, one right? for me. I've it's never heard one. that.
1: Like huh, yeah, so the baby doesn't want to be changed, so I'm gonna smell shit for three hours. For three hours, whatever. Right, yeah. It's gonna have a rash that it's gonna love.
0: So, yeah, just all sorts of horrible stuff can yeah. happen. And I want to look at be like there's a stark difference. Between teaching someone that it's uh, not just socially, it's healthwise, don't shit your pants. Yeah. Versus a dog that's suffering that you're like, hey, would you like to suffer a little less so I can feel a little better about myself? Yeah, I just want I want I want you to lay in bed with me three more nights. Right? Yeah. So we'll do chemo. You'll lose all your hair. I'll lift you up into the bed. You'll yelp when I pick you up. Yeah. It's gonna make it be feel great, great though. It's gonna be great. Gonna be great. We're gonna
1: have a good time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a uh, so it's a pretty pretty drastic difference there. Uh, that's for sure. What, um, where you're at, <clears throat> and you've got, so you've got a 10-year-old, got a 10-year-old named Cooper, and a 7-year-old named Gracie. Nice. Two, Two kids. kids. Two boys. Two boys. Now, are they already into the woodworking and, uh...
1: Um, not really. They're into playing. Okay. You know, the my older one Cooper, um, he told me this summer when he's out of school he wants to go with me to my shop and learn how to do some stuff. Nice. So that was cool. You know, and granted, you know I would like that, but I have a feeling that when he gets out there he's just gonna bring his bike and play. So yeah. whatever. It is what it is. He for him to say that he wanted to go with me and learn some stuff, I'm down with that. Yeah. I'll teach him some stuff and he can get going and it may turn into a father and son team later. So Yeah,
0: is that is that a um, a dream of yours or is that just something you're like, hey, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I just want him to pursue whatever he wants to pursue.
1: Yeah, no, I want him to do what he wants to do. Okay. You know, and he's very artistic. Uh, he draws all the time and so is my younger one. They're both, they're both into art and doing stuff and... But yeah, they're into basketball and they do—they do their own thing. They—they they just kind of—they're them. So. <laughs> kids are interesting, right? I
0: mean, I've got a—I've got a six-year-old daughter, and they—it's uh, funny. Like you want to see parts of you in them, mm-hmm. but as their personality—you know this better than I. Got older kids, than I do. As their personality develops, you're like, "Oh, you are." You may have a little bit of my manners
1: and your mom's mannerisms, but you are you. Yeah, absolutely. And they're so different. Yeah. As well. It's weird that they're they're raised the same. Obviously, they have different personalities, so we have to treat them differently. Sure. As far as, you know, correcting them. But and this works against me a lot. As as you're just saying you see parts of them. My older one is is dead on like me, right? And whenever he does something that I would do, yeah, and I jump his shit, my wife is like you know, that's something you would do. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm just mad I didn't think about it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he got us. He, he almost got us in trouble with, with uh, CPA. Um, oh, jeez. So a couple of years ago, he started telling me that I didn't need to pack him lunches anymore. Like okay, you like yeah they they're feeding us and this is a, like the after school program during summer. Yep. Uh, so he's basically at this place all day and he's like yeah they're feeding us. I'm like all right that's cool. Let me know if that changes. Yeah. And then about a month later I get a phone call on my cell phone from from the after school program and they're like we need to talk. I'm like what's going on? They're like um, Cooper's telling me that you guys don't have money for food. So we've been feeding him hot food like hot plates. I'm like oh. He's been telling me I don't need to send him with food because you guys are feeding him. So he just didn't want my packed lunch. Packed was lunch wasn't as good. It, no, no, if he can get, you know, ravioli, like uh, Chef Boyardee raviolis from from uh, his after school program, that's way better than eating a cold sandwich. Oh yeah. So he's that kid that will go around to get what he wants. And I, uh, you know, we've really got to work on him, on watching him. He's, he's that kid that will he just does what he wants. He's a kid. He's you know? a kid. It's, it's, but it's funny. He'll he'll do that. He'll uh, he'll figure out a way to get what he wants. And he's like, oh, if dad goes to jail, dad goes to jail. He's yeah. like, but I got ravioli. <laughs> if I got ravioli, it's cool. You know? Probably gonna get more ravioli now. I we'll have to share with dad. And my, my little one, he's the rule follower. He's my wife. Like, you tell him not to do something, for five years he won't do that. You know, he's, he's that kid. He's like, yo, dad said don't do this like seven years ago. I'm not doing it. Not
0: doing it. Yeah. Not touching it. Yeah. yeah. So, my uh, my daughter's not like that. She is uh more like your older son. Uh, she figures out workarounds. She likes to mess with her teachers. In fact, will openly tell me like yeah. So I really like to tick my teacher off. So I do this. <laughs> One, very proud of you. Yeah. good Job two.
1: Stop. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Stop. I don't. I don't want another conference with your teacher. Yeah, and I, and I get plenty of them, and I get in trouble. There was some kid bullying her, and I went to this the teacher and she's like, oh, I didn't know. And I was like, well, my kid's getting spit on. she would probably see that. Yeah. She don't see everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of case to watch. Yeah, happened again went with the assistant principal. Happened again, tried to meet with the principal. She didn't take my meeting. Grabbed the assistant principal, probably scared her a little bit mm-hmm. in my stern, while holding my daughter's hand right next to me and talking to her. And then I left, I went to the head of our school district here in Austin and uh, while I was waiting for my meeting, for that impromptu meeting, I called all my friends and all the major news agencies here and had them call the head of AISD and asked why a five-year-old was getting bullied in freaking. Wow. I can believe how quickly my meeting got right to the top. I would imagine. It's good to have friends. It's good to have friends. And, you know, and it's just in the, you know, and now they look at me and they're like, oh. Here comes Mr. Jepson. <laughs>
1: well, we'll do whatever he
0: wants us to do. Well, you know, it's just like, well, he's a he's a harder parent. I'm like, no, I just have high demands for you people. No, I just don't want my kids spit on. Yeah, I just don't want my kids spit on. Yeah. You know? And I'm sorry that I'm the parent who gets to work out of the house, mm-hmm. gets to be at all the meetings, gets to do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Sorry I'm that guy. Engaged. I'm like, I'm a little my too engaged. Yeah. Go to math pentathlon, hang out. I'll do it all. But I'll do it all because I just think that it's you know it's if you got the luxury on that in that end you have use it right you go oh, yeah. after it but
1: also I mean I think it helps our I think it helps my kid out immensely to know that oh, you're there oh yeah oh yeah and yeah, my wife works out of the house and she gets to go to all the stuff and I was always jealous so hopefully with uh, starting January I get to start going to more kid stuff. And then- the, of the day because it's all like two in the afternoon and you know stuff oh but... dude
0: it's like they, they set this shit up knowing that parents have jobs yeah you know what we'd like to do create disappointment how huh? oh, yeah. oh yeah well we're gonna do a special singing at two if you did it at noon I could take my lunch break and come see you no no it has to be done at two mhm why two because everyone's working at two it's like dentists yeah the fact that dentists don't have hours from 4pm until midnight
1: yeah you know, work
0: on my teeth
1: yeah, or on Saturdays. Or on Saturdays or Sundays. Also, I don't want to go to the dentist on my weekend. No, that doesn't sound like it. I'd rather leave work and go sit in a chair and get drilled on. I'd rather be doing that than being at the You know, I just, I, I, fear, I, I have a phobia of the dentist. Oh, I, I'm scared to death of the dentist. I used to have to go and get gassed. And I would have to take medication to calm me down so I didn't punch him and my wife would have to drive me after that because I was on meds. Oh shit. He's, he actually prescribed me, he goes, I, I don't know that you can come here without these meds. So you need these, your wife will have to bring you like a little kid now. And wow. she'll have to sit with you and then we're gonna gas you. I'm over all that now. I finally, I'm over all that. Now I I'll just sweat through of, two shirts. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sweat out a shirt. So I'll go in, like i go going
0: from work and I'd have an extra shirt with me. I'm like, what are you doing? And I went to that house one place to go, listen man, my teeth are sensitive. I don't like this at all. The guy's like, we have TVs, it'll be awesome. Yeah. I haven't been to a dentist in over 12 years. Get in, lay down. He's got the, "Mm." I'm like, that hurts. He's like, what? So he has to manually do it all. I have zero cavities still at 45. Wow. Up there, he's just like ticking away and oh, let's look at this. I'm like, ah, I'm freaking out. We get done, my shirt is drenched drenched I mean the horror story of just this right yeah oh he's like all right I'll see in six months I'm like no shit I'll see you in 12 years Mm -hmm. I mean I've gone I need to go back and get a cleaning and some other things I mean 45 I'm sure I'll have a cavity at some point but I remember he wanted to look at a tooth instead of poking around and I grabbed at him twice and he injected
1: three shots of novocaine and you still felt it still felt it a little bit Psychosomatic feelings. I always, I always get in the chair now, and I cross my arms like this, and then about five minutes later, I realize that my hands are numb because I'm squeezing, squeezing so, so hard. hard. Yep. and I have to keep relaxing, and then it just happens over and over again until I'm finally out of there. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the dentist.
0: My kid goes; she went to the dentist, and she's got her, she's losing her two front teeth, but she's also got her two front teeth coming in behind them. Mm-hmm. It's like, Dad, help me wiggle these teeth out. and I'm just like, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, I'll
1: deal with blood. Yeah, I don't. I don't like my kids have a little bit of teeth issues. The the teeth in the front kind of grew behind, so they actually had like rows of teeth. Both of them. Oh yeah, had the same thing. They're like little sharks. So yeah, we're going like, hey, we'll chomp this feet up real good, you know. <laughs> so they both of them had to have their front teeth pulled. Out. I was like, I'm not going for that. Yeah, I, I can't handle that. And like watching somebody get their teeth pulled out just seems like the worst thing in the world. Yep. And we're gonna have to deal with my kid if she doesn't lose these two front teeth soon because they're coming to behind.
0: Yeah. And they've got to come out so those teeth can slide into that spot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. It's a big problem. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, jeez, man. And then she's like, can you take our dog to the dentist? I'm like, I can. I'm going to have heart palpitations. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's funny that I would rather go into the conjuring and go hang out with this demon-possessed <laughs> Annabelle the and run around and hunt ghosts and shave up this guy's weird fucking mustache and long sideburns. And I'd rather do all of that. I'd rather swim with sharks and I have someone monkey with my fucking teeth. Can't have it. Not,
1: it's not in it for me, in any way, shape, or form. So you've you run up of the sharks a few times. You're not a diver, huh?
0: No. No, um, I, uh, I mean, the, the vulnerability that the ocean gives you, that mm-hmm. it just lets you know, oh, this you're, is not your own. You're place. a visitor. You
1: are, you are such a visitor. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a diver, the last dive I did was actually, yeah, it's been a year now, in Hawaii. Oh, wow, I, Tiger Shark Central. I did a night dive off of Black oh. Rock in Maui. It's my favorite dive I've ever done. I, I never want a day dive again. I just want a night dive. Why? What is night dive? It's What's It's amazing. The All the predators are out. Uh, you, only see, you only see what your flashlight shows you. Not cool. Um, it's just like... Turtles everywhere, eels everywhere, moray eels are big in Hawaii. Moray eels are yeah. amazing. Uh, you just see, you see all the big fish out at night. And they're just out freezing around and doing their thing. And you only get to see, it's not like daydiving where you just like look around. You have to, you have to search for stuff. And it's, it's almost like a, How do you not just know that there's something big right behind you? You don't. Yeah, you don't. Big problem with that. My, my brother is scared of ocean and, and he, he can't handle like anything possibly being below him and even we were in the we we're in the bay in Alameda a couple months ago and he, he wouldn't go out farther than like shoulder depth. it's murky water you can't see anything yeah he's like well if there's a great way I'm like this is Alameda bro there's no there is way. a great way <laughs> it's not in uh, 10 feet of water though I guarantee you that no it can't fit here it's yeah. too big yeah the mag won't fit Damn. now have you if you did you on your night dive did you see some sharks I didn't. I still have never seen a shark. As many dives as I've been on, I cannot, for the life of me, find a shark. I was snorkeling in a bay in Hawaii,
0: north of, northeast of Lahaina, okay, and Maui, and was we just snorkeling across this bay. The sun's up. It's noon, and I've seen a couple more eels come out and kind of hiss a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the hiss. But you know, psh, saw a couple of big turtles. Yeah. You know that Hawaii sh- 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 just dips oh, goes yeah. right down. People plus love plus. it. People love it when I use my hand motions to to show them stuff, and yeah. they're like, I "Can't see what you're doing, Jay." It's a podcast. <laughs> you guys get it. It goes down. Uh, and high noon, sunlight shining down. I look under, and there's sharks swimming around. Yeah. I've never swam so fast and so few ripples in the water. Got right back on the shore. My dad's like, "What are you doing?" Like I saw some sharks, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, we should go." I mean, they're everywhere. It's not like... It's like you can avoid them. I'm not saying that. It's just... You're in their house. I'm in their house, and I look like a really good pepperoni pizza. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, it's... I'm not a seal. I'm I'm not quite
1: seal fat, but I'm pretty close. That's horrible. I I was really excited to see a shark for the first time. It didn't happen. I was a little bummed. I've seen otters. Okay. Out in Monterey. They'll bite you. Oh, yeah. They're nice. They're they're a little aggressive if they need to be. And they're... They're little mammals. They'll get yep. you. Uh, I've seen sea lions in Monterey. Okay. Those are fun to swim with. They're, they're, they they want to know what you're doing in their home. Yeah. And they'll come investigate. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, just the normal eels and stuff like that. It's, I don't really dive in Monterey anymore. I'm kind of i I've gone vacation diving now. Okay. You know, I'm, I just, when we go somewhere tropical, I'll dive. Diving Monterey, it's 50 degrees. It's cold, you have to cold. wear a wetsuit. suit. You yes, have or dry suit? Wetsuit, wetsuit. Yeah, I'd rather just throw a rash guard on in Hawaii or in St. Thomas and just go dive. You
0: know. Now,
1: dumb question, of amnesty
0: here. Um,
1: do you pee in the wetsuit to warm it up? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I know no people crazy. do. You do? You already get, in those wetsuits, you get hot. Like, I I get hot. I'm fat. You know, I I think about sweating, I start sweating. Yeah. So, and you're working your body, especially trying to get to where you're going to drop down the dive. Okay. It's hard work with all the gear on, and you're above the water, and you're very buoyant, and you're not moving very well. You start cramping up, trying to swim out there with all that gear on. Once you drop down in the water, it gets a little easier. Your body moves Mm -hmm. around. The water gets colder down there, of course. It does get colder, uh, but I get hot. So I start letting water into the wetsuit to cool me down. Really? Yeah. I like cold water. I'll sit. Well, yesterday at the Fairmont, uh-huh. they have two pools. They have a cold water pool and a well, heated pool. I was the only guy in the cold water pool. <laughs> it's like 50 degree water, but it kept yeah. my beer cold. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was just sitting in the pool with my beer in the water, just sitting there drinking. That's perfect. And. Uh, Every once in a while, I would go do a mind fuck and jump in the hot tub and you couldn't feel your body, and then you jump back yeah. in the cold pool and. Feel everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, nice. I'll, I'll go take a beer with me at Yosemite and go get in the river and go down the. You know, let it take me until I can. I'm like, well, I'm about to get fucked up by some rapids. Let me get out. Yeah. So, but yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah, it's a. I'm I at cold water. I, I don't mind it at all. I've lived up in uh, northwestern Montana. glacier oh, yeah. fed water. Yeah. Flathead Lake, just Glacier Lake, ice cold even on the hottest days. Uh uh-huh. Ice, ice cold. Man, it feels so good.
1: Oh yeah, I love it. It's it's Glacier, especially right it when it's when it's clean. Yep. Like in Yosemite, know, so it was Glacier water, you know, rolling through, and it's clean and refreshing and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Now, uh, in your travels, where have been some of your favorite spots that you've gone? We love Hawaii. We love Maui. Okay. Um that's always one of my favorites. I would like this I would like to live there in the summertime. Uh-huh. And come home to like California the I like winter. Like I like rain and I like I like seasons. Okay. That's why living in, in SoCal would be an issue for me. Like Dude, it freaks
0: you out, man. I live the first year I
1: went down there, coming from Montana
0: to there. There was three hundred like forty days of straight sunshine. Yeah, and I I was, I was free. They call it sun depression. Mm-hmm. And I was freaking out.
1: Yeah, there no clouds, rain. no want, rain. I want some change. I like change. You like right now is my favorite time of year. It's not hot. Like I said, I sweat a lot, so I love the cold weather. You know, I need that. If I can't get in the water, I need something cold. What
0: is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this
1: up here really quick. So this is.
0: Because this is the craziness of our um of the world that is freaking austin texas so we have for the weather it was a high highest 78 days. beautiful day right 60s mm-hmm. then we had wednesday low of 49 then when thursday and friday we get into the 30s and then we're back up into the 70s and 80s
1: i mean it's just it's all over the yeah matter. it changes so quickly it changes way too quickly Absolutely, it does. Yeah, we have uh, we have microclimates in California. So where I where I work right now in Richmond, California, it's about thirty degrees colder than where I live all the time. That's like San Francisco versus Palo Alto. Yes, I used to do that
0: commute. Yeah, and. You yes. see people leaving their house in Palo Alto in the morning, shorts and a t-shirt, because it's 90. Get, then they get to the city and it's 65. Sweatshirts and yeah. jeans, yeah. and they, they change on the train. Yeah. Like the
1: line for the bathroom was to change your clothes. Absolutely, yeah. People know, you know it's 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 just crazy. Like, Taylor working from home, she'll text me, it's 105, and I'm like, oh, it's 60 here. You know, it's so crazy how it changes. You go through one tunnel, and it's a different climate. It's all the demons up there, oh, man, yeah. hot and cold. You said unsaved state. Weather demons. Weather demons. What else?
0: Uh, so we've got... Let's, let's 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 go down this road really quick because you brought it up here. So we've got weather demons. What are some other demons we could have? And, you, of course, you got the possessions of the toys and stuff. I like the idea. They could make a movie, Weather Demons. And you'd have one... Past, you'd have one guy who's a meteorologist who chases storms. But yeah. He did spend two years in college as a pastoral ministries major. You know, and he, he knows enough... To fight off a couple, but there's a bad storm coming. Oh, yeah. There's a bad storm coming.
1: You got weather demons. You got road demons. Road demons, yep. Um, hey, everybody everybody who owns a motorcycle knows about road demons. It's yeah. just a car moving to the left or the right by a hair. Everybody, Do you ride a motorcycle? I have one. Uh, hasn't been fired up in 10 years. Whoa. Since, pretty much since I had kids. I put it away. You put it away? What kind of bike? It was just a Kawasaki Vulcan. A okay. uh, little road bike but it was my great uncle's bike mm-hmm. and it got too big for him to ride and my grandpa took it from him. His brother took it and it got too big for my grandpa to ride and it just kind of got passed down. Just kind of got passed. So That's it's been cool. sitting in my shed for 10 years and I don't want to get rid of it for that reason. Yeah. Um, so. you think
0: maybe one of these um, summers your son will come down and you will Fired up for him to run around in? No. Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> no. Sorry, bud. No. I no. tried. I can't do that for him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, rogue demons would be one. But, yeah, every guy who has a motorcycle, they have a belt on the bike that warns away demons, rogue demons. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if you start looking around, especially like the choppers, like uh-huh. the Harleys and all that, you'll start seeing bells on the bikes. Wow. Yeah. With right? Yeah. No. Okay. But I did give away a Harley.
0: Uh, 24 years ago, I did a thing with a brewery at a Whitefish, Montana called um, Great Northern Brewing Company. Black Star Beer was the beer. Actually, offices were in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, 55 and Battery, in the Levi Plaza. And uh, I traveled the U.S. for almost a year straight. I had a Ford F-250. I had a trailer, and I had a Heritage Softail. Okay. Loaded up. And I drove around and went to all these tattoo competitions, and basically we did a deal where the person with the largest tattoo, uh, replica of what I have on my back, the, the beer logo, uh-huh. would give him Harley. We had to show up on Valentine's Day, the Whitefish, Montana. We'd measure it, had to be proportional, filled in, all this stuff. So two guys were in the run. One guy's name was Chainsaw. That was the name he was given in prison. Okay. And he, he didn't got his, pick his name. He didn't pick his name. That's a good start. Um, <laughs> he got his um, his tattoo done in prison, and it was 24 inches. Okay. Covered his whole back. Very nice. First place is a guy named Kenny Marvin out of Federal Way, Washington. He got a 57 inch tattoo that holy covered his holy whole body. Crap. <laughs> he really wanted that bite. Hold on, it gets better. It ties into the movie, actually. The person who gave him the tattoo was a little person, like three feet tall. Okay. And his name was Satan. (laughs) You didn't know his name. He had a tattoo to cross his forehead. Oh, my goodness. And then he had spikes down his nose, and he had a bright green mohawk that put him at about four feet tall. And he just crawled up on Kenny and did the whole thing. Kenny was so worried about us being, you know, saying, hey, you got to have it filled in because it wrapped around his body. Uh That he walked out on stage in a red thong. This guy's about three bills 350 pounds in a insane. red thong and he was ready to pull it off to show us that his crack was no sh- way and i'm like we're yeah, you won you won you won yeah. you, won. you, won. you yeah. won it's good Get a little person crawling on you like a like a fucking monkey yeah you had, just tap. he looked like a lucky bird victim but he won and then um, then chainsaw threatened to kill me so we didn't have a second place I <laughs>
1: It sounds you. like a chainsaw thing.
0: Sounds like yeah, I'm like, dude you just got out of prison. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Sorry you went small, bro. Yeah, hey man, go big, go yeah. home. Yeah. Alright? I understand your limited time getting out and all, but seriously, plan ahead. And first of all, how'd you hear about this in prison? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, come on. So yeah, it was uh, that was uh, I anybody really knows it was just so bad. That was uh that was interesting. That was a um But I got to drive it around a little bit. And I wasn't smart with like, we came into, we'd come into bars like this, right? And I'd be like, hey, Matt, I want to drive the Harley up and down the hallway. You know, it's like, it's 1998. Anything goes. And, you know, you'd open up the door and I'd fire up the Harley. And I'd do a burnout down the middle. I'd just do a burnout right down the middle, just asphyxiating people, just slowly killing them. And then I'd pass out these temporary tattoos and, all these girls be like, look where I put mine. I'm like, oh, let's take like a picture. You know? oh, I want to remember this forever. And then you go back and you see the picture, and you're like, that could probably burn that. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. that was a 22-year-old me just still getting into boobs. A little, little drunker than I thought that night. Yeah. <laughs> a lot drunker than I thought, for sure. But it was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, so we did that. And, you know, just, yeah, travel. Sounds uh, like a hell of a gig for a 22-year-old. It was a pretty good gig. Uh, I definitely drank too much and had way too much fun. But it was... But at the end of the day, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, um, you know, I got to travel the U.S. and kind of hang out and That's drink awesome. beer with people and pretend I knew how to ride a Harley. I meet a lot of people that way. Dude, that Harley was so heavy. Oh yeah, so heavy. It fell on me a couple times. Yeah, not good. Yeah, those are probably around eight hundred pounds. I so well, I know bad. you know when it started the contest or the kickoff started like August, uh-huh. July or August. When I was up in the Pacific Northwest in December and January, well, damn, dude, I mean that's crazy because it's all wet and rainy and slushy, and I am just—I'm trying to navigate them, trying to push the Harley in. Mm -hmm. I took it to a football game, and I went to go. It was starting to rain, so I went to go put it in the trailer, and you know the the gas slipped a little hard, and I sprayed like thirty people with mud. (laughs)
1: You whiskey throttle? Oh yeah,
0: I was—I was an idiot with that thing. It was not smart. With how, with how it went down, for sure. It was uh, it
1: was a nightmare. But it was a fun gig for almost a year. I would imagine. Then how, we, many, how many people actually got tattoos? Aside from the two that were the- About 12 ones.
0: others. Okay. Yeah, about 12 others came in and got it done. They, uh, and some were big, some were small. You know, there was a couple that got like part tattooed on him, part tattooed on her, which was interesting. Uh, everyone got some t-shirts, we did a big party, drank some beers. Chainsaw wasn't just happy with his t-shirt. No, chainsaw. Chainsaw had to get escorted out. He oh, was yeah. um, he was pretty aggressive. Old chainsaw. He was um, he didn't like what had happened. I mean, he came with his gang and
1: with the trailer. He was ready to drive that bike out. Yeah, I mean, I guess he thought he was going to win. Yeah, didn't didn't, yeah. didn't
0: happen. I'd like to do another one of those again. I think it's interesting to um, to you know, it's you think about that that tattoo cost Kenny. I think he told me it cost like twelve grand. Yeah, just bought a bike. Yeah, or just a nice down payment, right? Yeah. And then do whatever And then not have a beer logo on. Oh huge beer
1: logo. Like go to the pool. It's like there's Kenny. <laughs> right right as and, always. And wouldn't have to spend so much time with his little person crawling all over him. Oh. So little
0: person named Satan. Yeah. I remember the next morning they went to they had their bike and they were leaving. And they uh, they go to um to this breakfast spot. You know, and he's got I Love Satan on his shirt and the guy wouldn't wait on him. I got called. No shit. I had to go down and take their order. <laughs> people weren't having that shit. Not not not, not there. Not there. Not there. That doesn't fly. No, 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 no. Some some 70-year-old lady's kind of retired. She's just doing this waitress thing yeah touch to people. Uh, no. No. That boy says he's Satan. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess who doesn't monkey with Satan? Beatrice doesn't it, it, monkey with Satan. So is Satan, right on the back,
1: or they get him a sidecar.
0: I so, hope they got him a sidecar. He could have fit in that um, in the little bushel sacks on the side. He yeah, could have fit the, in one of those
1: saddlebags.
0: <laughs> saddle bags. for sure. <clears throat> Run around there and had some fun. Do you ever watch those uh, those ghost hunter shows?
1: I did. Yeah, like, they had one called Taps. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Taylor Taylor and I got into that. Do so, yeah. they do all this weird shit? And they would do. They would do stuff like uh, set up cameras and. And uh, they have microphones, cause it, you know, they'd be able to hear what the ghosts are saying.
0: But,
1: uh, it's weird. There's um,
0: I'm always fascinated. Like, they've got so the way they find out that ghosts have made these sounds, right? They got the one where they play it backwards. Yeah. I want. I want to know who the first person was that figured that out. I was like, you know, what we should do, Tom. We haven't. We, <laughs> we haven't come up with any cool. We're, Nothing's just, cool. What if
1: instead we play this backwards? And we're going to make something happen here.
0: Or to make it sound like it should sound.
1: Yeah.
0: I just, I don't, I'm always blown away. They're like, hello, my name is Nathan. I don't know if I'm buying it.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, like they would walk around and all of a sudden their equipment will go dead. Yeah. It's like, I'm so sure you didn't just hit the remote. You just know. didn't hit the stop button. Yeah.
0: I went to the, I was up in Portland and I did the underground tunnels. You know, so you know, you know the term I did Shanghai? that in Seattle in Seattle yeah so that's where the term Shanghai came from right they kidnap people and take them on the boat to Shanghai uh-huh. that was their work off they got paid when they came back until they got kidnapped again it was just a vicious little circle but they say those tunnels are haunted with the people who died because if there was a rainstorm oh, they you know, flood they flood Yeah, everybody drowns Yeah, like well next batch it'll be a cold cruel world but also like oh yeah people have felt Breezes and brushes
1: on their back and that we're in a room with 30 people yeah you don't think that is just somebody brushing up against them
0: yeah yeah i just i did it I, I i brushed someone's back and i turned the other way and i was talking to my friend and we got a long stick uh uh-huh. we had tap people up ahead <laughs> people are freaking out <laughs> what's going on? i think i got touched again <laughs> good lord awful so i just i mean i get I I think it's crazy that these two have a real career and a real business in, you know, hunting and going after the paranormal and ghosts and possessed things. Like, this gal's pulling some rope up from God knows where. I mean, I find all of it quite fascinating. What's up, Captain? How are you, sir? Uh, I find it all very fascinating. At the same time, I mean, they made a career out of it. I just, you know, you just got to wonder. It's like...
1: It's one of those things you're offering people a service. Yeah, and the people who it's are built hiring on, them are scared. They yeah, built their service on fear. We right? built our service on fear. We based our service on fear and bullshit. And we're gonna come up with some crap that you're gonna believe and know what. Yeah. Uh, your house is your house is fucked. Now what? Yeah, and it's all and all. No, there's never there's two things that I find fascinating with ghosts. One, there's never a new ghost yeah you okay, can never find new ghosts there. yeah it wasn't the guy that died yesterday no and he that guy doesn't really know how to ghost yet yeah he's got to wait a hundred years to ghost yeah
0: there's no new ghosts and there's no ghosts in new buildings like there's you, know, you don't go down you don't go to the fairmont and think yeah. you know what this
1: room's haunted over here yeah absolutely doesn't happen so we stayed at the oldest hotel in denver one time and that was supposed to be haunted. In fact, I went downstairs to go get a beer from the bar and there was a ghost tour going through it. Nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened.
0: No. It's I mean, I like the idea of being scared. I think it's fun. I think it's enjoyable to get scared, to do scary things. My um we my my buddy out in LA, his girlfriend is easily spooked and so we we'll put weird masks on and she's like, Let me go back to my place and get some wine for us and we're like, All right. <laughs> and then we put the masks on and we sit next to each other, like right at the front way. And, just wait. and we just sit next to each other, and we're like, Hug and she will scream. <laughs> until there's one bottle of wine in it. Why would you waste the wine? We're like it's so worth it. Have you seen your face? It's amazing. <laughs> But you know what's happening like you know we're gonna do it she'll mock on the room like if you guys have masks on i'm gonna be pissed oh yeah you're good you're good or one one will just go back in the back in the in the living room and be like what are you talking about we're in here she's like oh thank god whips up the door (laughs) i mean it's crazy but at the same time you just like that's us goofing but they're always like regan's place where you know he's got the ghost slap my face it's old too it's super old yeah it's an old building. Yeah, and I was also drunk and high when I went to bed. So the fact that my arm went up and came down. Could have been you. Could have 100% been me. I just, I find it, our fascination in death and trying to figure out where death is and isn't is,
1: and what happens in the afterlife or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's, well, it's the answer that nobody's ever been able to answer. There's the question nobody's ever been able to answer. Yeah. Because so, nobody's going back to tell No, tell what happened. No, nope, no one's coming back to hang out and be like, "Oh yeah, this th- that that works." So this is what you get to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Don't go, don't go to George's line. He'll screw you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's one of those things. You know, people just make up their own assumptions and then people go with it. It's just you
0: know, and no one ever looks and goes, "All right, well, you have got this really old house, and this breeze comes through, and that moves this, or this sound is actually your foundation doing this, or this is the- yeah." you know, the bell's ringing, something falls off the wall. Why? Well, did someone turn the water on and that pipe shaking? Mm-hmm. You just don't, all the, I love this. These, these are my favorites. When they bring the religion in. Oh yeah. It's like, she doesn't like crosses. She likes my hair though. Oh, she's going to pick you up by the hair. Oh, oh throw shit. it into the wall. And what are you going to do? What are you, oh. gonna, you're doing shit champ.
1: Getting dragged right? around the she's room. She's getting
0: dragged around the room by her hair and you're holding on to her. That's only really going to make it worse by throw the way. The cross
1: at her. Oh, yeah, just cut, cut the hair. Cut the hair. Oh, that's going to piss her off later. Yeah, that's also that. It's going to give her a weird mullet. Yeah. And you think, you think the ghost or the demon only have that hair? Yeah. And is it super fucked up that in that
0: moment you just gave your kid a mullet? Before mullets were popular or cool, now you're walking out of the house? Right. And why is it that white no, people that, always man? do this? Why does their
1: hair look normal like It is. It's totally normal. Where do they cut the hair? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking liars. Get, that, get back in that station wagon and get the hell out. Get back in the station where I can get out. But why do white people only do this? Uh, so I have a buddy who's black. <laughs> yeah. He has a theory about white people. We're you idiots know. besides there's that, that. There's <laughs> that. But black people don't do stuff like this because their lives are extreme enough. <laughs> 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 just, just being black is already extreme enough. He's like, uh, it's aggressive enough. Us white people with the white privilege, we have to go out and look for something to scare the shit out of us. Oh, jeez. Look at her; she's looking down at the water right there. Yeah, she's going that dock, Ooh. sitting by
0: the dock of the bay. A little Otis Redding moment. There was a guy in Portland, so I, I bartended this bar called the Bitter End. Oh. And this—oh, is that a body or is that a alligator? Oh, it's a body. Yeah, she's body. fine, just cruising through. Oh, it's got a necklace though. Get the necklace. Oh, yeah, uh, you, you, can't you should do reach that. in there. Yeah, yeah, it. that's what I
1: do. You're gonna get drugged in.
0: When I see a body in in water, I touch the water because I, I like that. I like that kind of poisoning in the system. Uh, Yeah, so there's this guy who would come in, and he was this homeless guy, and he'd be like, Hey, what's happening, Jason? Like, what's happening big time? You know, I was wondering, Jason, though, I went down to the Marriott Hotel, you know, because I founded the Marriott, (laughs) and they have lost my paycheck. Jason, would it be an issue in any way if, I don't know, could you buy me a Budweiser? (laughs) I go, sure, no problem, big time. And then... I'd always play sitting by the dock of the baileys and then they'd go, Jason, do you hear that whistling? Do you know I'm an expert whistler? In fact, I whistled so good that Otis Redding said I should whistle on his on his on his record. So what I did is after I drove my bus, I was a bus driver, while I was starting the Marriott. Two jobs makes the man very really happy. I drove my bus down to San Francisco and I whistled and then I came back. It was a fun day. <laughs> Jason, I'm sorry to bother you. Could I have another Budweiser? I'd be like, you sure can. But big time, you know how it works. You wet your pants in the bar, you're out for a week. And he would he'd sit there and start telling stories, and you'd just hear water spilling. Oh, no. like, Where's that coming from? I am peeing my pants. <laughs> big time, you can't fish your pants in here. What the fuck are you doing? You're out for a week. You're out for a week, bro. But, dude, the way I'm going to get my Budweiser, you're going to have to go to the Marriott. They do not like me at the Marriott. If you not with Beck, then, hold on. This generation is broken. That's amazing. Oh, Big Time was the best. You just come in, just do that, hang out, have three Budweisers, piss his hands, yes. be gone be for yeah. a week. Yep. It's fucking nightmare. Uh, that's awesome. He was the best. I love him some Big Time. So you just let him hang? Yeah, I mean, you know, th- he was harmless. Yeah. Minus the urine cleanup. My janitor didn't like <laughs> him. You don't get it wrong. I mean, our bar back fucking hated him. He's like, oh, to kill this guy. But me, I loved him because he'd just tell crazy stories and he's like, so yesterday after I drove my bus for 27 straight hours, then I decided to do a math nice workout and I walked seven blocks. And I was like, hold on here. Did you maybe walk 27 blocks and ride a bus for seven hours? No, I'm a bus driver. I drive a bus and I did that for 27 hours. <laughs> but, it's not how the day works. Yeah. We stop at twenty four hours and boom, we start over again. No Dayton, you don't understand how the clocks works. Like this is a guy who if I met him now, I'd start chatting him up about Flat Earth. Oh, yeah. Big absolutely. time. Are we on Flat are we on Flat Earth? was the me that you say that. <laughs> See, I had a helicopter that could go very high in the sky. And yet yeah, he flat. Like a record player <laughs> that I with <laughs> a lion, with Otis Bain. Eat the meat. That is amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, you got, you got to find those characters in life. Those are the oh, people yeah. in life you got to find. I'm sure someone listening is going to get mad that I gave him beer. Calm down. He's going to listen. It was can, the highlight of his day. Highlight of his day. And he can, either, he can do one of two things, right? He can uh, drink by himself under the overpass mm-hmm. or uh, he can uh, have a beer with me. Yeah. I'll buy him a beer. I don't care. It's two bucks. Two bucks he got to tell some stories it felt like he was a part of something and it was it was good it was fun you know portland's an interesting town That way they got a lot of they got a lot of stuff going on yeah i've never been to portland i mean strip club capital of the u.s More strip clubs per capita in portland oregon than anywhere else full, rain. full nude Maybe. full contact uh real aggressive strippers too like there's a place called the a crop they have all land, pure land euros. They're absolutely amazing. My apologies. The end of my nose is itching like crazy. Am I gonna? Does this mean I won the lottery, or <laughs> I'm gonna die? Rain soon? is coming. Rain's coming. And so you'd be sitting down having a euro, and the girl would just stand up on top of this table and just start dancing and just put her burnt Cheerio right in your face. And you're just like, I'm not hungry. I'm eating.
1: I'm eating. And we
0: just can I give you five? tonight? not. Or there's another strip club called Mary's Club, and that's where the strippers start, and that's where they die. Uh huh. And you'll get a girl that's up there, she's like, hey! Five dollars! You're like, what? Five dollars. Dance. They need to get five dollars from the audience to put money in the jukebox so that they can dance. No shit. They, don't have, the, they don't have the guy with the microphone. No, he's with the microphone, but he still makes it. like, ladies and gentlemen, up next is. Rainier Beer. We're going to work on her name. We're going work on her name. <laughs> right now, it's Rainier Beer. And uh, she would like to dance. So who's got $5 for her? All right, the gentleman in the red hat. Perfect. And then she's standing there naked. Just waiting. Just waiting for five more dollars. And she's dancing to, like, Thunderstruck. She's a good, solid 180 190 mm. She's just got those big stripper heels, and she's yeah. buck naked. And she's slamming her foot to the ground and all of her might. Dun burn her whole body not you're like, oh Jesus, no. <laughs> Can I pay you five more Five dollars to stage. stop. Yeah. Anything.
1: How much to make her stop? Any amount of money. somebody pull the, somebody pull the plug on the box.
0: And we would we play games, you know, and we would just you know, what, what's the worst name of the day? And it's next to a cool taco shop, but all spray tanned. Oh yeah. They all look like President Trump but the the orange kind of spray tan. Because there's no that's sun like, there. that's all solid look. It's a solid look. And they, uh, they, um, they've they got that look going. But there's, yeah, it's an interesting spot for them. Great beer, great food. Uh, it makes California seem a little right of the Sheriff of Nottingham. I mean, they're super left up there. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. – Antifa's going crazy and, you know, their mayor's like, well, why do people wear masks? It's like, what the fuck? Crimes are being committed at outdoor events and you're like, wear masks. So I don't want to know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, Stop your nonsense. <laughs>
1: No, that crazy. goes into uh what we were talking about earlier, just you know, not really solving the problem. Yeah. Not
0: really solving the problem.
1: I'm wondering, do these demonologists do you think they solve the problem? No. They create more. They create more? They create more because now you know you're fucked and there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> do you imagine like you see the premier
0: demonologist like, yeah, there's a demon here. Great. So now what? You? Oh you money. You,
1: now you pay me. The no, job's done and uh, you gotta figure out your problem. I've shown you the demon. In fact, I really pissed it off. Yeah. And now I have to go. So it's, it's getting real mad. I'm leaving. And uh, man, I don't know what your next step is, but you may want to
0: move. And then at their, their regular house, right, they've got all this weird shit locked up in glass. Like, why would you think
1: that glass can glass. contain. Don't open that one. Yeah, that's the, that's the crazy that one. You want to keep that one in the glass.
0: But what? Why is the demon trapped by glass? Like I find it weird that it can go through doors can go through doors, drag your daughter around by her hair until you give her a fucked up mullet. You can do all this
1: stuff, but, but the then glass you put a piece. Whoa! Oh, can't go through that. Can can't, throw you against the wall. Can't go through something I can see through. Yeah. No, that's. that's I didn't realize they knew about glass. glass I'm like, oh man!
0: Yeah. It's kryptonite. It's just so fucking weird. And then they, and they bring all this shit into their house. Like, what do you have here? Oh, something super possessed and evil.
1: What yeah. is it? It's loaded with demons. Where oh, are you this, gonna put it? This awesome doll that I'm gonna put in glass over here. It won't get out because it's a glass. It's a glass. And I double bolted the room. Yeah. It's, some of this shit
0: is just so I if you were I mean, I can't imagine any parent with kids and they have two kids, right? I can't imagine any parent with a kid, let alone a couple of kids, in any way, shape, or form. In any way. After watching their daughter get dragged around. Not even that, just being like, oh, yeah, this is a demon thing. Let's put it in the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, this will be cool. Some, our lives are a little boring. We're going we're gonna to spice things up a little bit. It's like
0: you in the living
1: room, just welding stuff. Yeah. Brrr, just, you know, hey, what are you guys... Hey, hey, hey. It's hot. Yeah, hey, hey, Coop, if the car, if the uh, carpet catches on fire, let me know. Yeah. yeah. This will be cool, though. It's going to be
0: awesome. Your mom's making chili. <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave this soldering thing on. All right? But don't touch it.
1: if you touch it, touch it over here.
0: Yeah. Just touch the handle. Yeah. Don't chase your brother with it. It's going to end up bad for everybody. Uh, now the cops are coming in. God, can you imagine shoot, being a cop called to one of these fucking shoot the things? Demon. What do you do? You roll up to this house and they're like, you it's running with demons. You get on your
1: radio say, I'll clear and roll out.
0: <laughs> can I cup it? Oh, nope. We're shooting doors oh, down. Oh, you're shooting doors down? A uh, bigger, bigger hole than that shotgun's going to leave, for sure. A bigger hole. Yet, yeah, the cops. That's got to be a tough job when they're just like, "So uh, so where you're going? crazy? Yeah. Oh, we're just fucking up this kid. She's going to try to stab herself with a with scissors. No kitchen knife available. We had to go straight scissors. Scissors is a solid choice. Scissors is a solid choice. Look, if she wants that daughter dead, she's going to get arrested, and that little kid's going to yeah. kill someone. They always seem crazy. Go into the padded room. Go into the padded room. So what are, what are some other things you want to see while you're here in Austin, while they're um, getting this crazy bitch out of her house? Um,
1: so obviously we want to go check out Chive. Yep. I think we're doing that tomorrow. Nice. Um, tonight, there's no real plan tonight. Um, my wife's working until around 4. So nice. I think I'm just going to go back in to my hotel and hang out by the pool and have some beers. And I don't know. Uh, we haven't really done barbecue yet. That's the one thing we haven't really done there
0: is exceptional barbecue of course all around here uh i will say did you guys have a car
1: here or no no we're, all right, good i mean we're we're scootering everywhere <laughs> the scooters are amazing damn scooters i know you guys probably hate on living here do yes but uh it's they're just fun to get on after a couple beers and try not to get hit by a car it's true
0: matt what do you recommend for barbecue? Because downtown what do you think downtown
1: Coopers is okay. Cooper's right? is
0: okay. Yeah, turn on
1: Congress. Okay. That's
0: so a little Congress, spot.
1: Congress. I mean, for the lack of weight, the Terry Blacks right there on. Uh, Ooh, Terry Blacks. I've, yeah. I've heard Terry Blacks a few what's times. What's the uh, What's the one over
0: by uh, Rainy Street? Real uh, smell. I uh, mean, smelling in a barbecue way. You're gonna think of Bangers. No, so so, that's the
1: sausage
0: place. Sausage before Rainy on Cesar uh, Cesar Chavez. Cesar Chavez. You have to turn left, right there, and go down rainy Street. that place, you just gotta bring a separate shirt. Yeah. Because I think mess. they smoke it under your feet.
1: Oh, so you're gonna yeah. walk out like smoke. You smell like you've been there. Don't go to what is it, Lowry's or
0: whatever? Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah, we
1: were we were right above the uh, Fairmont, we were right above Iron Workers Barbecue. It's okay. We smelled okay, but It's fatty. Yeah.
0: It's, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I should I should just say instead
1: of criticizing their food, <laughs> I'll just say I'm not a fan <laughs> of their food. Probably better. Yeah. Terry Blacks is the GM though. Okay, yeah. it's hard for me. Like at home, I don't buy a barbecue because I, I smoke uh, my own meat and mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like for Thanksgiving, we do turkeys and all that and, and a huge um, prime rib on the smoker and all that. Okay. So, generally, I'm let down when I go to barbecue places because they're they're making it for the masses. Yeah. Right? It's it's not as good, but I figure since I'm here, I might as well try some. Well, you also you have. I'm trying to think here so you've got that I mean there is I think we everybody keeps telling us to check out Raw Raw Bar R-A yeah it's like sushi That. so we might do that I don't know we don't know there's some um,
0: there's some good spots there's uh, let's see here uh, there is all around the library there's some good there's some really good restaurants and, and uh, beer places to eat and drink right there around right uh-huh. the downtown library um Brandy has some good food, good Indian food. You know what's weird that we had that we don't do here that you guys do? What's that? We don't cook tri-tip here. Oh yeah, tri-tip's a big thing. Yeah, they don't do it here. That's weird. They damn near give that meat away here. That's I love
1: tri-tip. I love it too. It's, and they'll they'll almost give it away here. Huh? They don't. They just don't mess with it. I know it's a, I know I knew that California had more of a tri-tip scene. Yeah. But uh, it's one. Of, it's my kid's favorite thing. He'll call me up on my way home and be like, "Dad, can you stop and pick up some tri-tip?" And like. Yeah. 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 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great idea, Coop. Now, so have you, get, have you guys visited down Congress? Done that? We, yeah. So, we, yes. on Saturday, we did Congress. We did sixth. I think we did East Sixth. Okay. We didn't go the other side. Uh, but, yeah, we were over by Kung Fu and Stereotype. Yep. Um, we, ate, we ate dinner at the Westin. I can't remember the name of the restaurant attached okay. to that. But that was really good food.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not hurting for good restaurants, that's for sure. Um, home Slice, if you get a hankering for a slice of pizza, is good. Pine House Pizza here is, and their beer, Electric Jellyfish, yeah. is the jam. Okay. Woo! It is, it's worth an Uber or a cab ride to South Lamar, North Burnett. Uh-huh. I and mean, Electric Jellyfish has won awards. It's good. Nice. He'll have it, he'll get it on here on tap. Okay. we will sell out in an hour. Wow. I mean, just give it... It is fiendishly amazing, it and really he has is. that all the time. Uh, do we have? a? Does he have no, not 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 here, but the at the bar or at Pine House. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. They brew it right there. Do a hell of a job. It's really good. Um, closer in the areas, Italic's really good. Italian food. My buddy Chef Drew runs that along with for breakfast. I don't know if your does your wife work on Wednesday or are you guys just sticking around for a little bit. No, we were leaving
1: Tuesday night. We're
0: leaving Tuesday night. Yeah, okay. Um, man, because Twenty Four Diner is—it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. People are just like, but he's all responsible. No, these are just friends. And it's just a good place to eat. Sometimes you just got to give people some love. Oh, absolutely. And that is, uh, but those, those are, those are really good spots for, uh, for, for food, especially there. Oh, you know what? That's a great spot. Doesn't seem like it's gonna have good food. Mm-hmm. Lavanka Bar, on Fourth and Lavaca. Okay. Does not it's, uh, it's it's one of those places you walk in and you're like I'm uh, not sure. Well, it's just like they've got the they've got some sports on. It's all crazy sports people, but they the food that they
1: brought in there uh-huh. from this food truck is to die for. that's well, absolutely it's amazing. It's kind of like last night walking into a Casino El Camino. Yeah, you walk in there and they're like okay, but then the food comes out and you're like holy shit, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean the food brings you back. Um, you know we've got I don't know if you guys have it in California or something like we have Faber here.
1: Yeah, we know that.
0: So you can you, know, you get on an app like here you can order a pizza for
1: yourself, uh-huh. you can sit down
0: have a drink, order some food, favor will deliver it or whatever, and
1: yeah, yeah, it yeah works yeah. Out pretty we, well. We doordash and oh yeah, doordash, same yeah. thing, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, similar stuff. I mean, I, you know, it's it's a um, <clears throat> it's a balance of finding those things and getting, oh Jesus, what is going on? So you're talking about food and there's a weird it's coming
1: through the, kid coming, coming through, through the a white clock. sheet. <clears throat> you uh, don't this anything. kid's getting savaged with the floor
0: linoleum just tearing it up probably what we're going to find out folks not going to lie is you've got black mold
1: <laughs> all of you do <laughs> which something. is way scarier which than is way demons.
0: scarier than some demon you're just uh, you're seeing He's shit slowly blows.
1: dying where the demons just gonna scare you
0: oh yeah and the house is coming apart She's like I'm just I just want to love the lord no you don't there's some holy water on that bitch how come only god works on fighting demons but then there's not anything else. Like in all the advancements that we've had throughout life in fighting things and finding things, when it comes to the supernatural, especially in movies, right? <clears throat> it's always God and they're always Catholic. Like you never find a Baptist or Pentecostal minister. They're busy. They're busy. They're busy.
1: Yeah, they <clears> have <throat> their stuff, stuff to do, and it's not their jam. Catholics love love these exorcisms. They love being on the forefront. Anytime they can yell at somebody,
0: Just yell at them and slap them with a the ruler. But it is interesting that there's, there's, you know, in, in all the stuff, right? You've got, you've got the spiritual blessing thing going on. Oh, she turned oh, upside she down.
1: Upside down on the ceiling.
0: Yeah, that's when I leave. I mean, I've left a long time ago. Shit just got real. But it, I'm really leaving right now. At what point in this movie, outside of when the dog doesn't want to come in the house? Oh, now the chair is broken. Now uh, she's free. Now she's free. Exactly. Now you're all screwed. The demon is free inside the lady. You're, Watch out for the...
1: Yeah, your rope on that chair didn't work real well. And...
0: The old chair too. Yeah, you said let her go and she fell down. Can we take the, the veil you, off of why her? Why don't
1: you tie her up with that sheet? We'll take um, the sheet off.
0: Yeah. Is that his wife? It is his wife. Just uh, yelling at her. Why'd you do this? Like, do what? Well, he's searching for that one verse. So frantic. I did not have these verses memorized. If this is your job. I don't need you searching through the Bible to find. Yeah, yeah you
1: should know what you're about to say. You
0: got- come in prepared. Come on, it's like there's nothing worse than you're the expert. I am. What should we do? I don't know. Oh um, Shit, the, they just got shot at.
1: Yeah, this demon's getting real.
0: He's working that hard to put a hole. Oh, Uh-oh. she is pissed. Oh, that bitch is crazy, and I mean that in a nice way. I'm not just saying the bitch word to be a bitch, I'm just saying she's crazy. Oh, see sometimes I get wrapped up like I'm in a, I'm on a conversation and I start seeing something and totally wrapped up and I'm just like, this is when you leave and you burn the house down. Yeah,
1: why are you all still there?
0: Why are you crawling into these corners to try to get out of there?
1: And how big is that house? It's huge underneath. It's, it's, yeah. it's like Area 51,
0: one little shack on top and underneath the ground. Did you hear about them trying
1: to, they wanted to go storm Area 51? Yeah, that's a joke. What
0: yeah. a bunch of assholes. Come on,
1: kids. I like how people actually did show up, though. Not the not the 200,000 people they thought we were going to show up, but like five. Five are like, we'll do it. We're crazy. Some old lady he has got nothing to lose, like, spirit, I'm going in. One lady did cross the barrier. Yeah. It's yep. just,
0: all that shit is, I don't know. Do you believe in aliens? No. Nope. Really, no. No think I do I want to I'll put it this way I want to believe in aliens I think it'd be fun if we had them especially here hanging yeah. out oh yeah it'd be interesting I'd want to know I don't know what to look out for um yeah. I, I think it's I think it's hard to think about the idea that the universe is so big oh yeah that we're the only ones at the same time I don't necessarily think they're nefarious lizard people trying to take over
1: no I think if they were if there were that we'd already be gone
0: yeah. I think that you know the scales look better. I mean that like a yeah. physical emotional way. Like there. Now yeah. not so much. Yeah. Well, These are this is like a meth commercial. Don't <laughs> <do> meth. <laughs> this is what you, well, guys you are talking. happy. Remember? Meth. 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 That's that's all that is. This is some half possession is, 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 is meth. You're just addicted to meth. What is the, um, you guys have, you're in an area legalized marijuana. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I heard you guys might be uh,
1: legalizing mushrooms soon. I feel they should legalize everything. Legalize it all? Yeah, why not? Be an adult? Be an adult. I mean, the mm. whole reason that we have problems with drugs is because they are illegal. So yeah. people are doing illegal things to get them. Sure. Uh, to me, it makes sense to make things legal, kind of like they do in Europe. Uh, Amsterdam whatever just decriminalize it. decriminalize it then you take yep. away the criminal element of it sure and now well, if the government wants to make money on it then make money on it but don't make people criminals over something that used to be legal hundred years ago you know? yeah
0: yeah it's a weird thing I mean especially um, marijuana like marijuana is the weird one that's in the world. yeah you can't overdose on it you can't die from taking too much Humble. Helps me sleep. It helps me sleep. My ears ring so
1: loud at night and it helps me go right to sleep. Yeah. So I, I recently started uh, doing CBD oil. Yeah. And it's good stuff. That's amazing. And uh, you know, like right now my mind's going all the time. Just thinking of what I'm doing. And if I don't, if I don't, um, use the oil, I will not go to sleep. I'll just, or if I'm not drunk. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> drinking, drinking helps too. But yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how much it'll help. You know, and, and I believe, you know, there's a lot of people that are, we so against marijuana and the oil and all that that are realizing the benefits of it. That yep. it's not just like hippies out smoking it. You know, it's it's going mainstream in California for sure. Oh, it is.
0: It is. Um yeah, I'm just surprised that, you know, we're not going to have The Conjuring 4, this little girl, and she's just handing her a, a nug. Being like, if you give the demon this, it'll be super, <laughs> super happy.
1: <laughs> Demons like to get high. They just do. So, yeah, I was actually surprised that Texas is not uh, marijuana-happy over here. No, they were pretty aggressive.
0: Pretty aggressive, um, especially with the loss, you know. Um,
1: they're just—they're so antiquated. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a California's in a weird transition right now because it's new to us. Like Colorado hit first, and they're like everything's legal or marijuana's legal. California followed a couple years later. Um, but like the industry I'm getting out of right now, um, I was—I have a commercial license, I have a Class A license, and I was—I would, would get random drug tested. Oh shit. Um, So for a long time, I would not be able to partake. I I couldn't do anything if I wanted a job. Um, I don't drive anymore. My medical is out of date now. Um, I'm trying to decide right now if it's worth keeping the A license. I probably will just because. but um, It's weird because it's legal, but your job still is saying you can't do it. Yeah. You know, it's... There's, there's weird little like nuances to it. It's where it's like, why can't I do something legal? You know, how come it's not legal for me to do it, but it is for my brother to do it? Yeah. So it's, it's one thing that companies are trying to figure out now is uh, how to test for it. Like, because marijuana stays in your body for so long. How to, not like alcohol, where if I get in an accident, take a breathalyzer, it's, you know, five hours later, you're sober. Yep. With uh, with weed, it stays in your body a lot longer, so I think they're just trying to figure things out like that and make sure that it's working for everybody. But yeah, we're in a weird little transition with that. Uh,
0: that we are. and We are at uh, the end of our of our movie of The Conjuring.
1: Uh, Scott, real quick, tell them again where they can find you. So they can find me at colorblind colorblind.design on Instagram, or you can find me at uh, colorblinddesign.net and hit me up on there and see the woodwork, uh, the, the, the metalwork, and the, any kind of custom stuff that you want to talk to me about, I can work out. Yeah, and you, you'll ship custom stuff out of state, you'll get all that. Yeah, I mean, the bigger stuff be expensive to ship, but we'll work it out. Work it out? Yeah. Perfect. If I have to go for a, a ride, then <laughs> yeah, it is what got, it is. It is what it is.
0: Well, hey uh you're here on a little vacation the wife's working so i appreciate you taking the time to do this thank you for your generosity with us and everything with the podcast i greatly appreciate it and um we will uh we'll keep uh promoting and pushing uh especially those tactical six packs they're just they're amazing Uh, they really do a hell of a job so
1: yeah i mean i really appreciate the short amount of time that we've been kind of working together the amount of exposure that you Put out there for me and, and an audience that I don't usually reach. It's been amazing, so I really appreciate what you've been doing. My pleasure, my pleasure.
0: And we'll get we'll get some more stuff rocking your way as well. But um, thanks for the time, brother. Appreciate you. Absolutely, thank be you. be good. Enjoy some pool beers and uh, your evening tonight with uh, with the lady. Go out and get some good barbecue at uh, Cooper's or uh, Terry Blacks, and uh, and enjoy enjoy the rest of Austin and um, well, uh, we'll see. We gotta make. I gotta make a trip out to California. Get up in your neck of the woods yeah. and have some shows. Yeah, we'll do
1: some stuff up there.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks again, Scott. Appreciate you, everybody. Now is your favorite time. I've been waiting for this. That's right. This is when you get to hear my daughter sing about the first time she took a poop. Enjoy.